Ladies and gentlemen, may I present for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure Run Fest on Raw Dog Serious XM Comedy Hits Channel 99 Buddies, it's the Ron and Fez Show. Telephone lines are going to be open. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Last night was the Oscar Awards, and over on Twitter, uh, we did Shelby's fabulous retweet game. And I believe we gave out 16 different prizes. Uh, Shelby was constantly complaining that he could not keep up with the number of tweets. But Shelby, once again, you came through. Gangbusters. Gangbusters. You were just all over it. And I'm getting to the point now with Shelby where it's just trust. You know what I mean? Pure trust, huh? Yeah. Like, I know I can leave for the weekend and he's not going to throw a gag party. Okay. You know? When Shelby says, I got it, he's got it. That's a good thing to have. 16 prizes he gave out. That's huge. You know what? We got more. All right? Um, 16 beautiful prizes. Yes. 16 beautiful. I mean, these are no reason for you to be jumping in with these ridiculous tags that add nothing to it. Um, You're not even being specific. You're using the word beautiful. But But the cool thing is, Chris, you're my imaging guy. So it's A, it's on the nose, and B... At the same time, just being cloudy enough so no one knows what you're talking about. But anyway, great job on that last night. Uh, You were owning the social media. The only thing that would have been better, Shelby, I can't even get him to look at the show as it's going on, let alone interact with it. But the only thing that would have been better is that if you would have did a selfie with Ellen and uh, I don't know who was on there, Meryl Streep, J-Law... It was what most people thought of as the uh, as the most fantastic selfie in American history. I heard it broke Twitter. That Twitter actually did it really happen because I nobody heard... got thrown off Twitter where we were. <laughs> Shelby's house party stayed rocking. The biggest selfie ever. It beat out Obama, an Obama selfie. The selfie is very important. Um, it is. It's like, this is where I am right now, and here are all the people with me. My problem is I'm a little too selfie-conscious about all that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I guess I have too much selfie-esteem well, this is to like, find myself in all these. <laughs> these are 15 professional posers. It's like, this is their job to do I'm that. always telling Gurian, enough with the fucking pictures, dude. <laughs> and yet, everyone does it. Yeah, it's all thanks to the cell phone. I mean, it's just that everyone has a camera. 
But God forbid you should do something. You're already at the Oscars. That's not <laughs> fucking cool enough. When this was happening, I was like, is this for real? I right. Who is going to be the first uh, wide receiver who takes a selfie of himself as he fucking scores? <laughs> Calvin Johnson. Megatron's just going to bust out because they'll have a deal with like Samsung. Or like the Samsung watch will be able to take a picture with it. I got to work on my selfie confidence. All right, so the picture's up on the iBang, and uh, later we will do uh, a caption contest of that. Uh, because in my opinion, it's just embarrassing. What did you think of the Oscars last night? Uh, um, no surprises. Ellen was blur. Like I, I, it's, I didn't think she was great. You said she was blur. Uh, Fez Watley, this was the first gay host since Billy Crystal. How did you think uh, Ellen did? I thought she did awful. Really? Yes, and I'm worried that this could, like, you know, keep Neil Patrick Harris from getting the gay gig well, next a, time. I don't think so. You know why? Because I think Neil Patrick Harris takes it seriously. Where I think Ellen's just like, I already got my own casual show. Let me just bring that to this. If you're going to go gay host with the Oscars, go with a gay man, not a gay woman. She, your, your misogyny gets over on the gayness every time. God. There is no rainbow for you, Fez. You should carry a red flag. As, um, as if you were China. As we're ready to carry a white flag and to surrender to her non-jokes last night you, and just being, just doing crowd work in the audience. She kept saying hello to people over and over again. Well, Fez, you happen to be a joke machine. I mean, it's been known for years that Fez Watley shows up with his game day face on. You know what I mean? I was like this. Slow down. I'm trying to get this all down for Fez Watley quotes. Can't stop, won't stop. I got, uh, mm, 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 uh. She called uh, Liza Minnelli, sir. I mean, that's hilarious. Who else, everyone else would, like, get railed for that. I know. There is some truth to that. And yeah. you can see that she hurt Liza Minnelli's feelings. Uh, yeah, she did a couple edgy things out there. But I thought it was less respect for the Oscar event itself. You know, the wandering around in the audience just made it feel like this is not a big occasion. She was barely on stage. Every it time it might as well be the People's Choice Awards. <laughs> and the fact that she's talking to McConaughey, you know, minutes before he goes up. Yeah. Uh, downplays the fact that this is supposed to be an exciting night for people. Um... This is Charlie. Charlie, you're on the Ron Fez show. I think that human consciousness is a tragic misstep in evolution. We became too... Fez the Yellow King! Fez the Yellow King! I wish you would stay with it a little more before you went into that. It's all good stuff. Uh, here's uh, Jason in Rochester. Jason, you're on the Ron Fez show. Good afternoon, buddies. Hey. Um, I got a spy report for Fed. I want to see if, what he thinks of the uh, new Buccaneers home uniforms. It'll kind of look like college, uh, like a college team, like maybe Maryland. I, I'm yeah. looking up at the uh, uniforms. Shelby brought up Arena Sports Team today. Um, the this is. The third uniform change for the Bucks, right, Fez? Yeah, yeah. They started with the creamsicle, went to the pewter, well, and they, now this. 
I would say the la- two out of the last three have been the most embarrassing things in the NFL. This uniform is just hideous looking. They're really just trying. They are. It, it looks college. It looks University of Oregon. It's we're not working on winning football games. We're working on coming up with funning your pants. Don't you think it's different guys that would be working on each thing? <laughs> like there is somebody whose job is to work on the merch, but it's not exactly the quarterback and head coach. Uh, I don't know how you could defend these uniforms or why you'd want to. <laughs> they look like they should belong to like the San Jose Rough Riders. It's just some random team you've never heard of in some like folded XFL league. Um, the numbering reminds me a little bit of the rollerball uh, Houston team <laughs> where you would use that computer graphic thing. It's futuristic because Tampa Bay is looking forward. Yeah. You, you're a big fan of the pewter look, right? I love the pewter look. I, don't... I didn't like the sweaty pants of that. I always thought the ball and taint sweat was embarrassing. Oh. That would show up a lot. The new giant emblem on the helmet just makes the team look small-headed. It doesn't show off the emblem any bigger. It just makes it look like the team is made up of people with tiny, tiny heads. But you know what? The sport is changing so rapidly that maybe these uniforms are going to be the future and the Bucks just hopped on it first. I mean, I do like the fact that this keeps you from comparing one era to the other. <laughs> you know? They're trailblazers, really. They're what? Trail, trailblazers. Trailblazers. <laughs> trailblazers. No, they play in Portland. That's an entirely different sport. He fucked you up. I wasn't. He's confused as to what the fuck Shelby I was Shelby went saying. from dominating last night to dominating today. He hasn't dominated shit. You honestly think that you're doing better than Shelby? Yeah, I do. All right, then let's do a winner-takes-all, old-fashioned Thursday showdown. You guys both come in here on Thursday. Uh, I'm in. Fucking, you sit here and kick ass, Uh, and at the end of the day, the championship trophy goes out. uh, Fez, lock it in. All right, this Thursday? Yeah, of course this Thursday. This Thursday. Thursday showdown. This Thursday. Yeah. March... Sixth. Yeah, March 6th. Why yeah. would you fucking help him? Why when somebody is seriously <laughs> dangling on a hook, do you run over and go, Oh, let me get you off that hook. Grab my hand. <laughs> yeah, you look so stupid uh, with the hook in your back and your and your feet kicking. Allow me to get you off that. I was going to say March 19th, but I get confused on dates. Um, if I were to give Fez a nickname... It would be the kindest guy to roast. <laughs> Where he would get up there and go like this. Donald Trump, you are a delight. And don't listen to these other people. <laughs> At least that's your natural hair. So are we doing this on Thursday, Chris? I can't. Well, we are doing it on Thursday. I'm not going to I'm not gonna be here. Then it'll be called for <laughs> Shelby. <laughs> Bullshit. You Where's miss a trophy? lot of days. <laughs> There's a lot of days. I'm sorry. Weren't you and Davey Max supposed to do a show on Thursday? Dave was sick. Or Saturday? Dave was sick this Saturday evening. If Fez is sick, do I come in? Yes. Yes, you do. If I'm sick, does Fez come in? No. Sounds like you're the Fez of that show, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) So everyone's having a big old laugh back there, aren't they? Who was that? Was that Howard's laugh? I think it was Howard and Vito. 
We got a whole gang of people back here to screw up. They were seriously high fiving over that joke. <laughs> we did a chest bump. We're going to take, yeah. take that fest. We did a chest bump. <laughs> They're chest bumping? There's not even enough room for that. Room for that. Well, they knocked some equipment over. We're working on it. Um, send them in. Send them both in here. I want to find out why they're laughing at a Fez joke. The kindest man and all roast them. You are a delight, Fezzy. What you did for Chris Stanley? That's a fucking hero move. Why would you guys laugh when someone is called the... I actually was on the phone. I didn't know what was going on. Okay, sure. so, sure. all right, way not to sell the bit. You're oh, fucking wow. learning stuff there. I'm a dig at Chris, and I hate Chris. Okay. Okay, you both can leave right. then. Sorry, I called you in. Um, and Fez, you're already in a bad mood today, right? Yes, I'm already pissed off from this morning before Vito. the show even started. Now... Why are you mad? Is it? Let me guess. Is it Shelby? Is it Chris? Is it Vito? Who's mad? Made you mad today, Fez? Oh, it's people down the hallway again. I was asked not to mention any names, but got an email from Don Wicklin. Well, then you just mentioned the name. Oh no, this is uh, who passed it along to me. Got an email from Wiki. Got a phone call from Wiki, and I'm more than a little upset that I have been told to. Stay away from the fishbowl later on today. Uh, keep away. Don't go down there, I guess, doing my lurking thing. Uh, well, I think that that's nice that you heard that from Wiki in advance this time. No, it just means someone else is talking about me down the hallway again. Chris? Do you think it's Chris? No, I know it's not Chris. I Shelby? Know. Vito? Who is it? No, it's not any of them. I'm not going to mention this person's name, but... Is uh, it me? Apparently, I'm such a plague in this building that uh, I the certain areas need to be fez-quarantined. Mm. You see this as anti-gay? I totally see it as anti-gay. Yeah. Don't, don't let the gay guy go near the fishbowl later on today. Don't let him go around. I think it's more like whose dad is that peering into the fishbowl. Who's <laughs> oh. gay dad? Oh, in, all, in all fairness, who's gay dad? Well, then I would have had to adopt. But it's ridiculous that this stuff has to come up. Email and a phone call because the email wasn't enough? That somebody's down the hallway going to Wiki... Uh, running their cake horn, tooting that uh, right at Wiki, so that I have, so that I'm told right, to stay on. away from the fishbowl. All right, I just want to get one. Drives thing. me fucking nuts. Well, well, rather than fucking talk over me, can we stop for a second? Yes, I'm upset. I'm sorry. Yeah. How does someone run their cake horn? Was that fucking impossible? That's not real. Is it cake horn? By, by that, you mean their mouth? Yes, I mean their... Of course that's I a, mean their mouth. That's a fucking cake hole, not a cake horn. Oh, you God. either say to someone, fucking shut your horn or shut your cake hole, but there's no such thing as a cake horn. In this case, I think it applies. It a cake goes in one side and the noise comes out the other. You fucked up. 
while you were trying... By the way, now let me tell you this. There's no such thing as a good story where you don't give away the name. The blind item stories do not work. You know what I mean? <laughs> I won't read the article that says, you know, what fucking movie star got a blowjob from a certain TV hostess. Can you, no. Can you guess? Just fucking tell us. Who it was. Or shut your fucking cake horn. Keep your cake horn. <laughs> shut your made-up word, the cake horn. People are talking about me. But, but look. Out of their cake horns. It's not about the cake horn, Chris. It is about the fucking cake horn. It's cake not, horn is crazy. It's not about the cake horn. It's about somebody talking oh. shit about me Here, again. Here's the... You know why it's not about Don't the... Don't focus on that. But you know why it's not about the cake horn? Because there's no fucking such thing as a cake horn. This, been, this thing's been derailed doesn't by the cake horn. It doesn't exist. <laughs> Try to forget the fact, Chris. Um, excuse me. Is this the bakery? I'd like to order a cake horn. What do you mean it's not a real thing? Isn't it a horn made out of cake? Or is it? Would you think it's a horn filled with cake? I think it's a horn filled with cake. There is no such thing as a cake horn. <laughs> know that. It's cake hole. A horn sounds off. Cake yes. goes in a mouth. Right, you could the have mouth said the sounds off. You could have said either one, but you can't say both. <laughs> I found a cake horn. Right, now you're just putting up pictures of cake horns. That's a cake with a horn <laughs> decorated on a it. A horn-shaped cake. Why doesn't anyone on this team back me up? You're worried, Chris, that I said cake horn instead of, you know, that someone on your team's getting talked about down the hallway again. I'd talk about you for saying cake horn. It's a cra it's crazy thing to say. You know, the Ohio State marching band, they get a lot of credit, but their cake horn player, I mean, is just outstanding. Oh! Whoa, whoa, Shut whoa, up did. about the cake horn, Shelby. It's not about that. It's about me being banned from a certain part of the building? That's ridiculous. Maybe it is anti-gay. It's like saying we don't want you in the men's room. It's almost like they're afraid that you're going to make up a word out of nowhere. <laughs> Um, Dan in Florida, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Bobby. It's hey, Fezzy. I'm not normally with you, but today I'm fucking 100% with you. That makes complete, total fucking sense. You said toot your cake horn right after it. So I was following along, dude. That's a fucking word, man. That is a fucking word. Well, the horn, he could have definitely said shut your horn. I think that people do say that. And they do say shut your cake hole. Yeah. Well, two, High two hole. I wouldn't even go so far as you could have said, shut your bugler hole. Because that, you know, is mm -hmm. like saying that's just meant to eat buglers. But the cake horn no. uh, doesn't fucking work. Generally, do you say pie hole or cake hole if you're going to tell someone to shut their hole? Cake hole. I say cake hole. Let's say pie hole. I think I'm more of a pie hole guy. Shelby? I usually go uh, pie hole or Danish flute, you know, depending oh, on... Who oh, shit. fuck yeah! Wow. <laughs> this fucking kid took you down, Fezzy. That's like the one, the one, two, three kid jumped in the fucking <laughs> ring. He's just upset he didn't think of the word cake horn. There is no word king, cake horn. There's no way to fucking think of it. It's it doesn't real. exist. It's not real, dude. Could we focus on what's at hand? What part of this team has been verbally attacked again? Verbally, I say gay bashed. 
No, that part doesn't matter. This is the cake horn. That's the fucking best part. It's fun, the cake horn. <laughs> um, here's Sean, North Carolina. You're on the Run of Fez show. I remember growing up, we'd hear the cake horn go off, and we knew Daddy would be home from the cake factory any minute. It's kind of like the end of the Flintstones, except for the cake horn would blow, and everyone at the bakery was able to head home. Fez, you've derailed this and taken it into a different area. That was not my intent. I guess from saying cake horn. My intent was to point out, oh, now this is being put into official company emails. So you think that they're trying to make you look crazy? Oh, yeah. Then let me give you this recommendation. All right. Don't use words like cake horn. Why did you say cake horn? I'm upset and cake horn came out. Wasn't there an Ellen cake horn that used to be on Saturday Night Live? Loved her. It was Cleghorn. Tell her to shut her Cleghorn. Have you said cake horn before? I would have assumed everyone had it no some point in their life. No one fucking said cake horn. That one didn't... You, you, t- you took two phrases for the mouth. I don't mean to stop you from being frustrated, but you took two phrases and sham- jammed them together, and now neither one makes sense. It's adding to my frustration that this is all anyone wants to talk about. Vito is right. You're stupid, Fez. No offense, but Vito is right about you. I tried to Google cake horn. I mean, if it's real, Google will have it. They just want... They just think I'm saying Cape Horn. Um, Joey, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, would you guys stop ganging up on on Fez? Just you know, shut your pastry pastry flaps and leave them alone. Nice Dude. try. You sounded like Ellen last night. Ouch! Oh, Trying to introduce somebody. Whoa. Boy, lesbian gay bashing. <laughs> you, know, you know who would have done a way better job of hosting the Oscars? That was, old that old Daily Show host, Craig Cakehorn. I mean, he would have done oh, he would have done a great job. Damn yo. Why don't you try to fucking run the board instead of using your cake horn? Whoa. Try to do that correctly one day. Technical. So far, he hasn't made any mistakes today. No, with Chris uh, watching over his shoulder, Mama Bird. I feel like you're pulling the curtain back a little bit for the people They got no respect for you, Fez. This thing turned into a fucking serious. They got no respect for you. No, I, to me, it is very serious. Yeah, well, and they could care less. Well, they just don't want to be, you know, seen with you for whatever reason. It's weird. The guy's saying cake corn all over the place. I don't know what's going on. Jason, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Ron, love the show. Fez, I love you. Uh, is the cake horn a standalone cake or a standalone <laughs> horn? Could we forget for two seconds that I said the word cake horn? Yeah, I got That's no all res- I can remember. I got no respect. My wife keeps uh, running a cake horn. Oh. Oh. Oh, he's doing impressions. <laughs> or was that actually Rodney? Impressions of a really bad employee. It's the, it's, the sh- it's the quick shoot down that doesn't work for you, Fez. You let them fucking string you out. I'm sorry, I don't want to interrupt this other thing with you, but it points out why people think that you're a little bit odd. The cake horn. The cake horn has nothing to do with what the email was about you know or what? the phone call. You know what? Let me apologize to you. You are correct. I'm going to shut my cake horn and let you get back to what was really bothering you. What was bothering me is yet someone is still talking shit about me down the hallway when they shouldn't be. From an event that happened weeks ago, that was perfectly fine 
and was not my fault and has been told by told to me by the bosses uh, I did the absolute correct thing. If you so did, now if, if you did, then why would they tell you to stay away from this one? That's what I don't understand because now it seems like when I was told, oh, you did nothing wrong. What time is this thing? Uh four. You know Jesse Joyce is coming in today. Who's a friend of that guy's? Oh yeah. Yeah, Jesse Joyce will be here in just a little bit, in about an hour. Should I tell him to shut his cake horn and not go down there and bring up anything to him? Hey, if they're friends, I got no problem with it. I don't see anything wrong with saying hello to a friend. You were warned by Wiki. I was. Jesse Joyce wasn't. Yeah, but everyone knows now that you're behind it. If the two just happen to run into each other. I don't like this. Uh, Brooke, you're on the Run of Fez show. How you doing? Yeah. Hey, they banned Fez because the first rule of K-Corn Club is you can't talk about K-Corn. By the way, I was watching Fight Club again yesterday. A fucking great movie. Oh, yeah. You can't turn it off. It's too no, fun. I would never turn it off. Plus, he'll get a little Jared Leto action in there, see his early stuff. Yeah, Jared Leto was there before his brother with the fucking star in his neck was going everywhere with him. His brother looks like a real scumbag. Jared Leto must have gave the greatest Oscar speech of all last night. It went on, don't you think it went on for a bit long i thought it was nailed i thought it was really someone performing a speech rather than reading a fucking laundry list i thought i i liked i get after i thought he was going to be out after he thanked his mom i was like oh that's really nice it's a nice little story jared then it kept going and kept going and well, kept going nonsense so oh, this is for the dreamers in ukraine and venezuela oh dude you want to know thanks. something about that though so yesterday I was trying, or the day before the Oscars, I was watching, I was one of the few watch, people watching the Independent Spirit Awards. I caught, I caught it. People from Venezuela were tweeting to everyone who was nominated for an Oscar, asking for them to bring it up. Like, bring up Venezuela, bring up Venezuela. Jarrett Leto was the only one to do it. Jarrett Leto listens to social media. He doesn't shut his cake horns. He gets... Chris... I'm trying to get the word to be used more, so Fez, you know what I mean? I think we should just stop using it no, so we this, can focus. Well, I mean, by me using it, it goes like, like maybe now it's catching on. And then, but him laughing stops and makes it look like you're crazy. That's another derailment. <laughs> Try and turn it around. Right. <laughs> In the Independent Spirit Awards, did you catch the giant editing fuck up when uh, McConaughey and Reese Witherspoon were up on stage? Mm-mm. They give they give them oh yeah I did they give that. the award out and they cut to Reese Witherspoon clapping and acting surprised that someone won the award from her seat when she was already up on stage presenting the award. I thought I was tripping my face off. I've known that Witherspoon is a warlock for quite some time now, and this just proves it. First shut time your cake horn, up. Shelby. Shut your fucking cake horn. You don't even do a good job running the board. I heard. Sucky. Oh. Sucky fuck. It's the K-Corn News. <laughs> Today in the K-Corn News, Shelby does a sucky job of running the board. It should be a blind item. Liz Spire says, I hope Fez uses his K-Corn in a cake porn. She was a big winner last night. I guess I thought we were going to uh, read off the winners. I guess not. Um... Here's uh, Jason and Pia. You're on the Running Fez show. Yeah, one time when I was young, we came back from the beach, and my dad sprayed my cake horn out in the driveway with the hose. It was weird. If you're bringing up a story from my childhood, you've got the wrong body part as the cake horn. That was your asshole? It was my ass. 
Was it your asshole, though? I'm sure the hose hit the asshole at some point. Did your dad, like, spread your cheeks? Spray right in your asshole? Because maybe that's why you're so fucked up and still virgin. Was he giving you an enema, maybe, instead? <laughs> Did you he tell him? He was watching or? the sand off of my ass. Sand, or, sand is a southern word for jizz. <laughs> I didn't know like that. Like I dropped some fucking sand on her tits. <laughs> now, did you go and tell someone, or did you keep your cake horn shut? I sanded right in her fucking cake horn. <laughs> um, John, you're on the Ronnie Fez show. Hey there, Ronnie B. Uh, you know, an insider thing there. Uh, after parties at Oscars, they were serving half slices of cake horn. <laughs> So, you know, people are making fun of you instead of fucking mm-hmm. backing you up here yeah. in this anti-gay thing that happened. Yeah, anti-gay thing. And what can I expect when my own team, Chris Stanley and Shelby, don't back me up? What am I supposed to say to Kate Corn? They're embarrassed of you. If I'm being totally honest here, Fez, they're embarrassed of you. Well, that's mutual. You're embarrassing yourself? No. <laughs> no. So why is Vito laughing? Why is Vito laughing like you made a mistake? Vito's a big infant. All right, come on. What? Don't don't, don't say on. that. That was hurtful. That's Vito okay. out of this. He's an innocent lamb. <laughs> you know, they say March uh, comes in like a lion and goes out like a lamb. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you March? Hi, you're on the Run of Fez show. K-Card, card holder number one, checking in. We don't have K-Corn card holders. <laughs> Yet. Hi, Rock Johnny wants to know if anybody got a cake horn. I'm starving. He just wants a thin slice of cake horn. Hard Rock Johnny, too. Yes. Joins these guys in the uh, Let's Bash Fez. It looks like it's me and you against everybody, Fuzzy. I don't know. As how usual. <laughs> as usual. Yeah, I'm used fuck- to that around here. Put your Sundance up against the fucking Bolivian Army. Light him up. One more time. Anyway, you were saying something before everyone laughed at you for saying K-Corn. <laughs> and I really do want to get to the part that there was some gay bashing that took place by Wiki. No, Wiki was just pass- passing it along. Okay, I thought he was gay bashing. So he was t- uh, he passed along the, I guess, gay warning of no <laughs> gays allowed near the fishbowl at 4 o'clock today. Well, <laughs> <coughs> then stay out of there. This is a fucking perfect chance for you to go, oh, I'm going to stop being a fucking pain in the ass and be cool. Oh, you won't see me near that place. Okay. Then what's the problem? (laughs) That's a good thing. Yeah. You finally fucking learned your lesson. No, what I'll do is, uh, since the bathroom's right across from the fishbowl, I guess I'll just piss in a bucket in the studio (laughs) if I need to. (laughs) Starting at four. I better not have too much water today. I might have to, oh my God, go within 20 feet of the fishbowl after 4 o'clock to piss. Did they, men- so- did they mention if anybody else was banned from the fishbowl or is it just you? Because <laughs> no. I can't wait to see who this guest is. I mean, I'm, I'm chomping at the bit here. I already know who it is. Um, here's uh, Ronnie. You're on the Run and Fez show. Fez Riley, you come to me on the day that my daughter is to be married and ask me to do this favor. But you do not bring me a cake horn. Why are you doing Carl Spackler as a godfather? It fucking it works with a cake horn. Charlie, you're on the Run and Fez show. Shelby and Chris ought to be ashamed of themselves. This is about a team effort. 
like the Super Bowl 19 Miami Dolphins. Finkel and Einhorn. It wasn't Kate Corn. Finkel and Einhorn. It's a team effort. It should be. Because you can't fucking eat your K-corn and have it, too. <laughs> I don't want to oh, wait, eat. you can't have your K-corn and eat it, too. What always comes first, have or eat? Have. Okay. Eat. So you can't eat your K-corn and have it, too. Yeah, well, in that respect, it's just cake. K-corn sounds better, though. It's you can't have your cake and eat it. That's it's it's have is first. Wikipedia. Every fucking chance he looks it up. He oh yeah, he's lightning fast on that. Oh, I'm 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 real quick on the Google man. He's got no problem there. Yeah, well, I looked up cake corn. This fucking doesn't exist. (laughs) Why are you still mentioning it then? Why is it every other word out of your mouth, Chris? They think it's the cape horn, cape of horn, or whatever. The like cape of good. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, Google thinks this is nuts. I'm gonna bake him a cake on a can of fuel. We just heard that, that fucking bit was done in a different way, <laughs> but better. Out of all the movies you could fucking try to parody, you do one a guy just did eight <laughs> seconds ago. That he did now you, you shut your fucking cake horn right now. <laughs> uh, Joe, Yonkers. Hey, buddies. Yeah. Hey, uh, Ronnie, wasn't there a character of Bugs Bunny, Foghorn, Cake Horn? Oh, that's probably what you were thinking of. <laughs> no, there wasn't. Giant talking cake. <laughs> You're about as sharp as a bowling ball there, my friend. Now sit your cake horn down for a second. Now, doesn't anyone even want to be concerned that no straight people in this building were told to stay away from the fishbowl? Stop, you're making up a thing. Have you talked to every straight person here? (laughs) By the way, I'll be so fucking far gone before that hack bed starts, I don't care anyway. Um... Stryker, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, I'm just curious. My birthday's coming up. Is there any flavor of K-corn that's better than the other? I'm, I'm kind of partial to raspberry. You think that would work? I don't like raspberry anything. I'm going to say something right now. I'm not crazy about cooked fruit. <laughs> I think it makes the fruit taste worse. I like a nice apple strudel. Not a fan? I can eat. Don't get me wrong. I'll eat it. Yeah. But uh, I'm not a big fan. I like cooked fruit. I like a warm fruit. <sighs> yeah. Not even pie. No, especially that's what I'm talking about, the fucking bike. Jesus, Vito. Think before you talk out your cake horn. <laughs> there right. it goes I, again. Are I, you I, keeping track? You running the tally I here? Got, I got to tell you this. This guy Joey Huds wrote. This co-worker comes up to him. What's so funny? Because Joey's laughing. Me. A guy said cake horn. <laughs> Explains nothing. <laughs> There's worse problems in the world. Work yeah. discrimination being one of them. <laughs> about the Ukraine, man? That too. Holy shit. Brendan Clearwater, you're on the run of Fed show. Swear, I'm sorry. Hi. I swear to God. This is ESPN. We'd like to do a show. Oh, uh, Brenda Lee. <laughs> How you doing, BL? 
Hey, guys. Hey, I'm at Philly Spring Training. I got to go. But I, uh, ESPN <laughs> wants you guys to do a show called Around the Cakehorn. <laughs> <laughs> you too, BL. Oh, no, she just hung up that quickly. <laughs> I'm at Philly Spring, spring Training, so I got to go. You don't have to, you're not fucking getting ground balls. <laughs> 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 Shake it flies. Like yeah, don't act like you're fucking pitching BP. You're just showing up and watching the fucking game. BL used to be down at uh, spring training when those guys were wearing wool uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> she saw Cy Young win his fucking 600th game. Oh, that's just me. I better shut my cake horn. Oh. Um, here's uh, Pete. Pete, you're on the Run of Fez show. Uh, hey, buddies. Listen, uh, I'm having a lot of trouble getting these uh, cakes to fit on my feet. I'm not sure if there's like a device or some sort of implement I could use to help them. Here's a cake shoehorn for you right there. Uh, hey, Bonnie, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys, all this talk has got me so cake horny. <laughs> I think I need some help. Chris and Shelby will be right over. Mm -mm. <laughs> they seem to be enjoying this the most out of anyone. It's fun. Said I'm going to fuck some lady. How is that? <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to allude to anything. It's anti-gay. Oh, that shit is so goddamn funny. Um, here's uh, Phil. Phil, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Uh, Fezzi, you need to relax. They're just pulling your chain, you know? Now go get your fucking cake horn. Oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. You keep them here. Do me a favor, Chris. Keep them here. Um, here's, um, here's Tony. Tony, you're on the Ron Fez show. Yeah, Ronnie, uh, I found out where cake horn is actually used. It's used in porn. Instead of ass to mouth, it's ass to cake horn. Patch. <laughs> Here's uh, Matt, Atlanta. You're on the Run of Fez show. Lost your buddy. Uh, Jim, in New York, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, is this the bakery that specializes in standalone blueberry cake horns? Oh, jeez. Oh, fuck off yeah. at this point. Well, what's the... Oh, here we go. Yeah. It's Look, a great band. Have you yeah. ever heard of them? They're called Cake Horn. It's cake in their horn section. <laughs> Yeah, you're great at grabbing that production. You're fucking oh! excellent at that. that oh! I got it. I didn't say cake horn. You just said it. You know what? It's not about fucking cake horn. Seriously. I'm seriously fucking pissed. About what? The cake horn thing? About this fucking email that I get over the weekend. About a phone call to make sure that I understand the email. But and stick to the Gestapo tactics around here. Fez. You did say cake horn, though. You can't I said cake horn. Big fucking deal. There's a band called Cake. What am I supposed to do? If I was in the, on the board, I would have pulled it a while ago. It re I, I'm seriously pissed off. At what? That this is the, you know, that Chris and Shelby, this is how they go. I know. You know, well, when... I know they do. <laughs> That, well, you're not is, the only one driven nuts by this. I'm crazy about it, too. Gruesome I know. Just, what's that, Shelby? The gruesome cake horn twosome. Oh, I, fuck you. That was Shelby. Shelby. That was Shelby. He's pushing buttons over there. Why don't you go to fucking best of? 
He laughs at it. He laughs. He laughs at his own mistakes. I'm terrible. <laughs> Keep fucking laughing. What are you going to do, Fuzz? Uh, I'll be around here a lot longer than these two will be, that's for sure. Oh, Me and Ron no. stick around. Oh, Things no. change around us. Oh, Christ. So fuck you. I'm fucking pissed about this. Over fucking cake. Poor the band. This seems to be... Everybody was having a good time. And then those two I wasn't. Were, no, those two take it too fucking far. You know what I mean? Like the first couple times with cake horn. <laughs> Sorry. The first couple times with cake horn was probably like a little funny. But then they push it and push it. You know? They don't know when to fucking stop. No, they don't know. It's like fucking mutton jep over here. <laughs> like fucking thing one, thing two. Before you know it, they, the whole fucking house is messed up and our parents are coming home. <laughs> Look at Vito laughing. He never, you know That's because I mean? that's how he was trained. <laughs> By these two assholes? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to be an asshole. Mostly Trained me. By Mostly a, to be an by asshole me. by assholes. Just get in the studio. You're going to laugh at him, all right? Get in. <laughs> Listen to him. He doesn't even respect it. You're fucking mad. Uh, Sam, you're on the run of face show. Sam. Whoops. Go ahead, buddy. Hey, Fezzy. Fuck these peasants. Let them eat cake horn. Here's the, the queen. How you doing, darling? <laughs> Fezzy, you're going about this all the wrong way. I have not laughed this long <laughs> time. You know, you got to learn to toot your own cake horn. You're the only one laughing at yourself, your majesty. <laughs> can only, right. There can only be one person laughing at themselves. <laughs> That's logic. Holy shit. <laughs> All right, look, people are writing up on Twitter, so annoyed in traffic, where's my hashtag cake horn? Your, Mrs. Fields, where's your new product? Hashtag cake horn. Is he saying cake horn or gay porn? Is cake horn a fruitcake? My new favorite hashtag, shut your cake horn. I could use some icing on my cake horn. That sounds a little sexy, huh? <laughs> Because you get mad at those guys, though, right? Absolutely. It just, uh, you know, I should, yeah, like Queen Elizabeth said, maybe I should just get used to it. Gang up on the gay guy. The one gay guy. No, not even t technically gay. Damn. Not even technically gay. Um, here's, uh, let me go to my buddy John Amass. This is Tito, what do you think? I don't know, Pop. There's a lot of money in that cake corn. Huh? <laughs> get with I the Godfather. Yes. I'm out of all the movies. We don't get into the cake corn now. Maybe the five families, maybe all of them will get into it. We don't get into the cake corn now. We risk everything. Maybe not now, but ten years from now. Fezzy to be teased is to be loved. Mm. I love you, buddy. Oh, I can feel it. Fezzy. I feel the love in the emails, the phone calls, the comments in the room from my staff. Yeah, I feel the love. Fezzy, we're not going to give the cake corn to our own people. We'll take it uptown. They're animals anyway. <laughs> they have no souls. <laughs> they have no souls. What a terrible thing to say. I mean, that's like worse than any racism at all. <laughs> they are soulless. So let's pump them full of dope. Who cares uh, about them? This one came up. Stop pointing that cake hole at my daddy! <laughs> 
So what? One one K-corn's looking this way, one K-corn's looking that way. So what? What we have here is a failure to communicate with K-corns. Look at fucking Chris laughing at everything. Oh, he thinks it's hysterical. There are movies I'm familiar with. Seriously, he's giggling like a baby in a fucking bathtub. Look at him, Chris. <laughs> All right, well, you know, when people start talking about Chris around the building, let's see how much he enjoys it. <laughs> I will address anything that's said about me. Oh, that Chris is so cool. <laughs> yeah. Who's in the Shelby? Yeah. Shelby, will be, so Shelby will be coming up at tomorrow's meeting. In what way? Uh, I don't think in a positive way. At all. Really dropping the ball on things. Who are you going to tell? I have to meet with Wiki tomorrow. <laughs> Because it's non-fucking-stop around here. Can't stop, won't stop. Why are you talking like this, Popeye? <laughs> Why does everything you say sound like Popeye? Whoa, starting to lose it a little bit, buddy. Ronnie, in Texas, you're on the Ronnie Fez Show. Wow, this is quite a, quite a change from uh, when I saw Fezzy a couple of weeks ago in all those jewelry commercials. Every kiss begins with K corn. All right, Pittsburgh. Uh, my, my favorite song is 76 K corns in the gay parade. <laughs> More gay bashing. <laughs> Welcome to Sirius XM. 76 K corns in the gay parade. God damn, Fuzzy. A fucking cake one thing turned me around. <laughs> that was my favorite fucking thing ever. What did you mean to say? Cake hole? Or did you mean they were fucking tooting their horn? I meant to say cake horn, but I didn't realize it would become the focus of the planet Earth. So you actually thought cake horn was a fucking word? Yes, and uh, I still do. <laughs> I just looked it up. The fucking I looked it up. That doesn't exist yet. Maybe you're making it fucking exist. I'll check Urban Dictionary. Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show. Guys, guys, guys. Fez is right. There's a lot more serious issues going on. There are millions and millions of people that don't even have cake bar. <laughs> That's true. They got nothing to eat. Um, here's uh, Omar Canada. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. What's going on, buddy? Good. I got I got the actual definition of K-Core with me, though. Uh, you know, lamb roast is two guys and a chick. I think it's uh, two guys and a dude. That's what a K-Core That's all I try to tell you guys. All right, good. I think this was the first time the term was ever used, Fuzzy. It's 25. And this is on Soul Train. <laughs> Why is Soul Train funny, Vito? I just thought I was on Soul Train as a stereotypical, like, flash show. There's these fucking goofy white guys. Oh, is that goofy white guys? Yeah. It's the average white band, brother. That's the fucking uh, AWP. Uh, anytime there would be a white guy on fucking Soul Train, it was like a big, exciting thing for everybody. We made it. Yeah. 
Hall and Oates got on there. Bowie got on there. Is it like when you see like a white guy playing the NBA? Well, yeah, it was like Larry Bird. How he Brian suddenly Scalvin. became your favorite fucking player. I like Larry Bird. Why? Uh, I don't want to say why. <laughs> I just don't want to say why. He's just my favorite. Horn! I don't get the joy out of it that everyone else does. Fun song. No, I get the shit down the fucking hallway. That's what I fucking get. I get that constantly. Hey, Hard Rock Johnny, how you doing, buddy? Hey, happy Mardi Gras, everybody. If you get a baby in your cake horn, you gotta buy the next cake horn next year. See, you want a baby in your mouth, you fucking sicko. Oh, <laughs> Johnny! He's just piling on with Chris and Shelby. But that's Johnny. That's our buddy. You just called him a fucking sicko. <laughs> I expect Johnny to be a buddy, not just jump on the pile here. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Fezzy. I just wow, Fezzy. Cake I, I may use. I may start using Cakehorn. I'm using it all the time. There actually was one of my favorite bands. They had that song, "The Distance," right? Wasn't that Cakehorn? Yeah. Uh, again, the joke's been done. You fucking fuck. <laughs> I never saw anybody yell at Johnny like that before. I gotta just uh, I'm actually uncomfortable with that. And implying, like, the, you know, yeah. I feel you. Uh, implying that he's not a 9-11 hero. <laughs> <laughs> I actually stood at the pit and gave out cake horns to all the firemen. Say, 9-11, you're going to joke about that? I, yeah, why would you bring it up, Johnny? I didn't fucking even animal. start that one. What's wrong with me? <laughs> You fucking fucko. What, do you, what did you call Johnny? Fucking sicko. Sick, fucking sicko. I think it was more like you fucking sick. Oh. Oh! Oh, someone else has trouble getting comments out. Oh, yeah, there's that song. Mikey Day just wrote to me, I never gave Fez one ounce of cake horn. What a dick. <laughs> See, if that's the kind of the asshole that you want to align yourselves with, please, feel free. Not me. I'm on your side. I'm against Always. all these. I appreciate it. I'm against all these bastards, like Shelby, Johnny, Vito. I just like some cake with my horn. <laughs> I'll talk to you later, Johnny. Later, boys. You fucking sicko. I might need you to isolate that thing they yelled at Johnny because he either fucked up midway through or just figured out, oh my God, I'm yelling at Johnny and not fucking Shelby. <laughs> you, f you, you want a baby in your mouth, you fucking Dude. sicko. Who's annoyed you most, Fez, today? Uh, the person talking to Wiki. And after that? Uh, then I would say Chris, then Shelby, oh, then wow. Johnny. Me over Shelby? Shelby's a real asshole. I'm just fucking buying the cakes off. And oh, I'm, oh, I'm shocked at your uh, your non-loyalty to Shelby. I should be used to it with me. <laughs> what? Look, dude, you had somebody fucking stand shoulder to shoulder with you, and that's me. Yeah, always. That's somebody you can fucking count on. Unlike these cock fucks. <laughs> <laughs> How come you're not mad at Vito when he's laughing at everybody's fucking jokes? Uh, Vito kids. has no idea what he's even laughing about. I came in here. He's just sitting here giggling. He did. He said he hated Chris. I came in here. Everyone that fucking hates me. It's fine. <laughs> 
Everyone Hates Chris should be the name of a TV show. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hey, Matt, you're on the Run Fez show. Yeah, um, my wife wouldn't shut her pie hole, so I just shoved my cake horn into it. Seemed to work. Chris, you're on the Run Fez show. Hey, Fezzy. Yeah. You hear about the, uh, that shipwreck off of cake horn? No, I didn't. Dead. Nope, didn't hear about it. Cake horn. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. You got upset, huh, Fez? Yeah, I was pissed to begin with. Now I'm really pissed. Why? Because people aren't backing you up? Yeah. Why? Oh, yeah, you know, I understand, you know... Understand it, I guess, down the hallway, people want to try to make, uh, you know, gay bash down there. Um, but, you know, you expect different from your own team. I know, I do. How am I you gay would, you, you would expect, uh, you know, some backup. I do remember this. I remember when I had a problem and all these guys came right to my aid right away. Mm-hmm. So we formed a fucking bond. I so I know what you're going through right now. I kept my cake horn shut All and swans right. yeah. running people and brought it up again. Just join the the uh, chorus of gay bashers at Sirius XM. <gasps> I'm gay bashing right now. Thank you for admitting it. That was that was a rhetorical thing. I didn't I'm not. He Don't isolate that. He said to me, he goes, <laughs> um, hey, you want to see a really funny movie? And I said, Yeah, and he goes, Dallas Buyers Club. <laughs> He's so hysterical. <laughs> Look. <laughs> McConaughey had some great scenes, and there was laughs in it to be had. Here was the thing, too. Did you notice Ellen did this joke? Uh, one thing I learned from this is don't fuck at a uh, rodeo. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, isn't that kind of like blaming the victims again? Yeah. Yep. She was awful last night. Do you think she was anti-gay? I thought that joke was anti-gay. Wow. Everyone's got you upset. Oh, Michelle runs down the hall and saves you. Shelby isolated Fez's. Fez's. All right, let's take a listen, Shelby. Oh, wait, this is weird. Shelby knows how to run the board now? That's weird all of a sudden that it's something against me. Now he has skills? That's really weird. Let's take a listen. Hey, Hard Rock Johnny, how you doing, buddy? Hey, happy Mardi Gras, everybody. If you get a baby in your cake horn, you got to buy the next cake horn next year. See, you want a baby in your mouth, you fucking sicko. Oh, <laughs> Johnny! You were so fucking mad at him. We've never gotten mad at Johnny. That's our buddy. Yeah, I'm fucking... Pe- Johnny should fucking know better. Johnny, you, Johnny, I expect to be a friend and back me up. Chris, he's not a friend. Shelby's not a fucking friend. No! So why would I even fucking expect them to back me up on one fucking thing around here? Is this about the cake horn thing? <laughs> no, it's about what uh, what happened to me over the weekend. What happened? To- what are you smiling about, Vito? I didn't do Get anything. Get the fuck out of the room. Well, wait, Vito. Were you smiling about cake horn? I didn't know. I don't even know what's happening. Sitting just- there with a big shit-eating grin on his face. Get the fuck out of here. I didn't even do anything. I just laughed at cake horn. Everybody was laughing at cake horn. Get the fuck out of here. Wait, one more thing. Were you laughing about the cake horn thing? Yeah, I thought cake horn was funny. Everybody was laughing at cake horn. I don't know why I'm getting singled out now. You're a fucking intern. You want to get singled right out the fucking door? That's like bullying. 
No, I don't think it's bullying. I think it's uh, addressing an intern who's fucking back-talking me. I just laughed. At he asked me a question, and I answered it. Who's he, Chris? No one was Ron, saying anything to you. Ron you're, literally said to me, well, I mean, you're, you're getting pissed, and you're sitting there with a big, giant fucking grin on your face. I mean, if, like, you fucking dumb-witted asshole. Right, this is really embarrassing, because we didn't even promote this, but K-Corn is trending on Twitter. <gasps> oh, yes. And now it makes everybody else look fucking crazy. And Vito, I get mad at you only because you're fucking trained by these losers. That's Chris Stanley and Shelby. Shelby. I, I get mad Chris. at you. I get mad at you because that's how you were taught around here. I don't associate with him. All right, right you're now, K Corn is number four in the whole country, <laughs> and we didn't even promote it on the show. Isn't it word, K Corn? I assumed it was a word, and it was one of many words I was saying about a topic. But, it just but it's the one that everyone latched on to. It's number two. With a bullet. That's K-Corn. That's kind of crazy. Hashtag K-Corn. Pardon me if I don't feel like fucking celebrating. Well, it's a great thing if you can get to number two. Look, I'm just If we can get this. it up to number one. And screen capping. I mean, some of these people. Millie Hatchet says the Fez refer to um, the women's restroom as the fishbowl. No, it's our performance studio. Someone wrote, I love Fez's new character, K-Corn Faghorn. Yeah. That's anti-gay, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Chris, where's the big laughs? Where's the big laughs at Feghorn? <laughs> oh, there we what go. Shelby, like there we go. Shelby, too. Yeah. Like that. Uh, I was waiting for the delayed reaction. I guess I got it. By the way, with the thing about Shelby that annoys me, he actually had to push a button yeah. to be heard to be laughed yeah. in here. He had to hit a button and then laugh at it. He wanted everyone yeah, to that, know. That self-hating gay will one day change his tune when he realizes what's going on in his own life. Aren't all gays self-hating? You gotta no. find strength. <laughs> Not with those arms, you won't. Here's Andy in Cleveland. New from Silver Eagle Records. You love the music of Joe Jackson, but you've never heard it played. I'm the kick horn. Well, great. We got the Joe Jackson bit for the 400th fucking time. <laughs> fucking asshole losers around here. Got nothing better to do, and that includes Chris and Shelby, obviously. Nothing better to do than just come after me because I, I said the word fucking cake horn. <laughs> Fuck all of you. Hey, hey, Fez, I actually saw the classic Shelb tweet it during the show. I'm starving. Anybody got any hashtag cake horn? Oh, learned to tweet, did you? I already knew how. Might as well use the skill. <laughs> yeah, wish you would have last night. Remember when was laughing at you, though? And he never laughed like you told him. Vito, leave the room. But wait, before we even do that, some of these things are like really, I mean, they're doing a lot of fucking, you know, Twitter fucking cake horn jokes. Are we still trending? Yeah, we're still, we're, we're number two with the fucking, we're, we're about Why to Why can't we get to number one? one? We're going to fucking take over. What's it take? 
I mean, seriously, what's it take to get number one with hashtag K-Corn in this town? A, a real disloyal staff on a radio show? Um, a homophobic company? Hashtag K-Corn. Hashtag kiss my ass, Chris. All right. Come the bots on. have picked it up. The bots have just fucking thrown out All right, so when the bots K-Corn. are there, you got it. It's a boost, you know? The thing is, Vito's still sitting after you throw him out like eight times. But before we get into that, <laughs> the K-Corn thing came from where? Because after today, I promise never to say it again. Thank you. It's not that big a fucking deal. All right. I, seems I like can't you're promise that. It came from me getting upset today because I had to deal with an email over the weekend from Wiki uh, saying that I have Can't been requested to stay away from the fishbowl. You're telling, speaking for the 400th time, we got it. You got to stay away from the fishbowl. Fishbowl. Now I just said that. Oh, no. I said fishbowl. Look, see, we all make mistakes. Of course, when I make one, it doesn't fucking trend. Um, here's uh, Paul in the Bronx. Paul, what do you got? Fezzi, I'm on your side. I know exactly what you're talking about. A little horseshoe cake. But I, it, that's not the name. But I know what you, you're thinking of. I, it's eight degrees of separation. You got your cake. You got your Let Me Cake. You got your Marie Antoinette, famous uh, woman. You got your Helena Troy. Helena Troy, you got your Trojans. You got your Trojans. You got your... Mythical creatures, you got your Minotaur. Minotaur's got a horn. Cake horn. Bingo. Uh, Trendline, Fantastic. Trendline USA said the tweet with the most impact uh, is Cake Horn. Trend was published by at Ron and Fez uh, SXM. Now, it's going to look like we wanted to do that. <laughs> You know what I mean? I had no intention of doing that. I didn't want to spend the first hour of the show talking about fucking cake horns. And yet you did, Fuzzy. It's a cake horn world. Social media can really drive you fucking crazy, can't it? You never know it's going to just, you know, get picked it's up. It's like a little embarrassing sometimes. Something strange in your neighborhood, who are you going to call? Cake horn. That looks dumb now. Um, Joe, you're on the Ron Fez show. Yeah, I just wanted to say my favorite uh, Cosby bit is Daddy's great. Give us the chocolate cake, Orn. Ruben in Canada, you're on the Ron Fez show. Yeah, hey, Fezzy, I just bought my daughter a new goldfish. We're going to name it Finding Cake Horn. You don't hear me fucking laughing about it. I was laughing a little bit. But you call Chris on his cell phone. What? He's taking a selfie right now. I want to be big. Steve like in Rochester, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddy, I was wondering if you could tell me where I can get that new cake uh, horn term at. I'm going to read some of these tweets so we can be aggravated together, Fez. You can tune a piano, but you can't tune a cake horn. Ain't no party like a cake party because a cake horn body don't stop. Someone left the cake horn in the rain. I don't think that I can take it. Garth, Indiana, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. Hey, somebody get Molly on a, making a cake in the shape of a horn. If Molly's actually went with a cake horn, 
and it became a bigger fucking cake than the Ron Bennington got his own cupcake. That would be the final irony. Would that make you happy or sad, Fez? Uh, no, it would not make me happy at all. It would be just make me more pissed off because I would realize, oh, yes, even more people against me in this world. I don't think anyone's against you. I think people. They're all fucking against me. They're against me down the hallway. They're going to my boss to say, keep them away from the fishbowl. Well, you didn't mention they're, the fishbowl thing a million times. The staff isn't with me at all, ever. Like Chris and Shelby? Chris and Shelby. They've turned Vito against me. Not Vito. Yeah. At least he left the room when you told him to. Vito, I'm telling you, get out. Wait for one second before we send him out. Fez, none of this stuff aggravates you at all? You stay cool with it? You think it's funny now? No, I don't think it's funny one bit. I think it's a, I think it's all a shitty move on people's parts. Like someone shit on the cake horn? Or in the cake horn? People are tweeting out pictures of cakes with hashtag cake horn. That's embarrassing. How's the trend? We still trending? Oh, we're still trending, yeah. We're solidly at number two. What's number one that's so fucking great? I'm I'm about to a nut. loyal staff? I'm about to nut too quick. Uh, we're not going to be able to beat... No, I think we can. Hashtag. No, I'm about to nut. Who's fucking going to spell I'm about to nut? It's easy. Hashtag cake corn. Two words. One. Yeah. Hashtag cake corn. But uh, I'm about to nut is pretty fucking impressive. <laughs> On a bury, I'm about to nut. Too quick. Hashtag cake horn. That reminds me, I just fucking um, put up a picture of uh, Jem, the girl with the big ass from Instagram, for about to nut too quick. Um, all right, some of these have come up. I forgot my pie trumpet. Can I borrow your cake horn? 12 days of cake horn. This bit is icing on the cake horn. May the cake horn be with you. Cake of porn? No, hashtag cake horn. Cake horn? I never even met her. Seven layer hashtag cake horn. How many cashews does it take to change a light bulb? Hashtag cake horn. I hate that we're twin, uh, trending on something we didn't even set out to do. This just came out of nowhere, man. I like when we want to trend and then we do. This is an impromptu trend, is what this is. With hashtag cake horn. Yeah. Weird. It's weird to just trend out of nowhere. I know it's nuts, right? <laughs> Very odd. I don't I mean, know how to feel. Any anyone could fucking trend if you grab Merle Streep and all these fucking movie stars yeah, with you. Yeah, please. But cake horn, that's fucking embarrassing. This is a mistake that my fucking partner made. I mean, Vito hasn't even got up and left yet. Vito, get out of here. No one is going to go be back to the fucking booth. Fez, here's your problem right now. You cannot be respected if you keep saying the same thing all the time and it doesn't take place. No, now, I can't one... be respected because I have a staff that turns the interns against me and trains them to be that way. I'm no. on the fence still. Chris, I can and... still be won over. I could care less. I could give a shit about winning you over. Could you? Uh, do you mean that you could care less or could care more? What is it, Chris? We're fucking number one trending in the United States. Hashtag K-Corn. Cut the cake. Let's do the cut the cake song. <laughs>
Oh, by the way, we got to get rid of that because the all right, all right, all right is just <laughs> fucking burnt after one day. Two days, man. The, the Spirit Awards, everyone was doing mm -hmm. it. Like, off the bat. But a lot of people are going to like this. All right, all right, all right. <sighs> they don't know what they're doing. Uh, Jen, Pat in Boston, you're on the run of Fez show. Oh, Fezzy Cake Corn, and I don't care. Fezzy Cake Corn, and I don't care. Fezzy Cake Corn, and I don't care. I don't hey, care Brian. either if you fucking die. Brian, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Fezzy, my dad touched my cake on toe. I feel you. Although it didn't make me a pita puffer. Um, Andy, you're on the run of Fez show. Yeah, um, look, Fez, about the whole cake corn thing. You're an idiot. Um, and anybody know where I can get rainbow chip frosting? Because I really want some. Mike in South Carolina, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, I thought Sir Walter Raleigh sailed around the Horn of Africa on the Cape Horn, and turned out he spread AIDS by going around the Cake Horn. David Columbus, you're on the run of Fez show. Hashtag Macho Man Putin would never be caught with the Cake Horn. That one actually never even took off the way Cake Horn did. Uh, Evan, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Ron, did you hear that next year the Charlotte Bobcats are changing their name to the Charlotte Cake Hornets? Adam in Alberta. Adam. Yo. Yeah. Yo, I just got a question for you, Fezzy. If the, if the guys lay off you a little bit, will you pull in your cake horns? Cake horn was a term for mouth that I used earlier. So you fucking idiots don't even know what you're fucking talking about, as usual. How did, he, how did you use it? I said somebody was down the hallway shooting off their cake horn, <laughs> tooting it at Don Wicklin. And now it's the most talked about thing in the United States on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Within what? That is really weird. <laughs> that is really fucking weird. The entire country. Nothing is being talked about more on Twitter than hashtag cake horn. Hooray. You don't find that kind of funny? No, not in the least. Because it just it just shows who wants to jump on the gay bashing bandwagon around here. It just exposes people like Chris and Vito and Shelby for who they really are. Vito's still sitting there, didn't you throw Vito, him out? Vito, get the hell out of here. I don't know how many times I have to tell it. But see, that's what you can't do and, and be an effective leader. You can't say the same thing over and over. You know what I mean? You've got to change your way of dealing with stuff. It's like the other day. Fine, I'll just go upstairs then and deal with it there with the intern supervisor. See, that makes you look like a tattletale. That's not going to get your respect. Why are you overly excited about the fucking thing where you keep looking it up? I'm just, you know, screen capping. Just, you know, documenting. That's well, all. why? Because that annoys Fez. So he had something to put up in the office. Um, Nathan in Canada, you're on the Run Fed show. Hey, uh, downstairs in the uh, gay bashing bandwagon, I've uh, beeped the cake horn like five times. Nobody's come down. You guys coming or uh, sound this cake horn a few more times? <laughs> Devin Cleveland. Keep doing your joke that didn't work the first fucking time, asshole. Sound the, hey. the cake horn, I mean, it is the number one trend. It works. Uh, Tommy hey, in the Fed. Bronx. Hey, Fez, what's, what's cum taste like? Fuck you. Tastes like your dad. Oh, holy you shit. Dad? Tommy, you're Ronnie. on the run. Yeah, go ahead, Tommy. Ronnie, yeah. anybody 
Anybody touch base with Piehole and see how Piehole is taking all this right now? Hey, Tommy. Yo. Um, here's uh, Mike. Mike, you're on the Run and Fetish show. Hey, I was asleep on the couch and I blasted my cake horn and woke myself up. It's our old buddy Tom in Madison. Do I make you cake horny, baby? We even lost Tom on this one, Fez. Oh, yeah. Yeah, even there's no Tom loyalty. Madison. I, I love you, but cake horn's got to stand. It's got to stand. It's, own that fucker, Fez. Own it. You should be happy. A, a word, I'm not happy one bit. I'm not happy about the situation in this building. A word that you accidentally made up trend at number one in the country. That should make you fucking happy. I got no joy about it. annoying. I mean, you don't like the fact that you got a theme song, though? Don't really care for it. A good one. Let's break here. It's a Ron and Fez show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure Ron and Fez on Raw Dog Serious XM Comedy Hits Channel 99. The Ron and Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Coming up in just a little while, it's our buddy Jesse Joyce is going to be stopping in. Jesse Joyce, and on Twitter, he's at Jesse Joyce, at Jesse Joyce on Twitter. Here's Dusty in Arizona. What's up, Dusty? Hey, I, I'm new to the show, guys, and I, I'm loving it. Um, but it I'm sitting good. here listening to Fez get all mad at at Shelby and and Chris and and everybody in the world. And the guy that made him stop mid sentence and explain Cakehorn is Ron, but he's not getting any any shit at all. Well, I'm new I think, to the show, but you got everybody's name down. Okay, um, Dusty, I think the thing that you're missing out there is that I was on Fez's side. Yes. Where the other two guys were, like, busting his balls. 
Oh, yeah, I didn't get that. Yeah. Well, my bad. All right. Um... Shelby, what happens over there? Open your cake horn. Shelby, answer us. So I was uh, ejecting some stuff. That's that's my fuck up. I admit that. Um, Won't happen again. What were you ejecting? Just a lot of stuff in our spot block. Uh, Won't happen again. That was my... Well, it shouldn't happen since 12 o'clock. Uh, I understand we're still in... I thought maybe you were giving Fez like a do-over. You know what I mean? Get a fresh start. You know, in a pre-K-corn world. Or pre Clycorn. No, he's talking. just incompetent. Don't expect me to back you up. With all the backup I got today. Um, Hold on, we got Jeffrey Gurian on the line. Jeffrey! Hey, this is Jeffrey Gurian from Cavity Matters. This is too much K-Corn. I'm out. <laughs> Why can't you do impressions like that, Shelby? We're still trending at number one with K-Corn. It's ridiculous. I've mentioned one word in the middle of something I was upset about. Yeah. I know, and then I stood on your side. And then the Twitterverse, or whatever they call it, make sure they don't back me up either. Isn't that the Twitterverse? I guess it could be Twitterverse. Or Twitterus, I think. Oh, God, that's fucking funny. I really did sound like Gurney a little bit. Comedy matters, I'm out. It's good to see I'm out is uh, taking off as well. Man, I don't want to trend again. Um, you know what I mean? Trending once a day is plenty. Oh, Shelby and fucking Hicks are sure keeping their fucking cake horns quiet. Oh, yeah. 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 Now that they fucked up big time. Oh, they back each other up. Yeah. I'm not back. He's a fuck up. But, but you know, seriously. Cake horn thing. Oh, Re- you went running over to save him. Oh, that <laughs> saves all of us. But uh, <laughs> Backing me up doesn't save all of us? I think it does. Hashtag K-Corn number one in the United States. That's a great thing. But here's the thing. If Fez would have done that, it would have been so hilarious mm-hmm. to everyone. Look what yeah. Fez did. He doesn't even know what fucking buttons to touch. Shelby does it. It's like... Oh, my God, the precious baby fucked up. Oh, the mama bear better run over there. What's that mean? Chris Stanley just flying out of his seat because he thought that Shelby might have fallen out of his fucking crib. Well, no, I knew what happened. He fucking hit something wrong because he's retarded. Hey, come on. All right. Special needs. He's special We don't use needs. the R word. I, I didn't know. What about, like, tarred? By the way, I, I would have said falling out of the high chair is funnier than falling out of the crib next time it comes up. I love what about bassinet? Uh, no, uh, to me, a kid falling out of the high chair is, is fucking hysterical. I got my own fucking thing about that. So how come you didn't fucking? How come you're not making fun of Shelby? Shelby, where's your big fucking um, cake corn right now? Hashtag restart the show. Come on, Fez. <laughs> We've already hashtagged once. I don't want to keep doing it. That's just too many characters. <laughs> Only got 140 of them. It's amazing, Shelby. You fucked up today. You did so great last night on the internet. You fucking owned it. 
But today he struggled. And if you keep staring at the screens in there, maybe the mistake will go away. That's a good one. Happens with me all the time. A fucking good one, seriously. People just seem to forget. That's good. I like what you're saying. He's still looking down like there's something wrong with the screen. Yeah, something. Yeah, something's wrong with that room. That the show restarts. See. All right, what does the pad data say right now? So I'm getting uh, emails about that. I don't have a unit in here. It says, somebody just wrote that it says nohomophobes.com. I can't get Shelby to answer back because he's... What's the pad data oh, say, look Shelby? It says pad Ron and Fez live for me. So. People are writing in it. It says no homophobes. Playing it best of again? Then resend the pad data. On, on both of them, it says Ron and Fez live for me. Redo it. She drive me nuts, Fuzzy. Drive me drives me nuts that Chris tells him what to do and it's still uh no. No. No, it says something different, so I won't do what the guy who's supposed to be training me tells me to. K Corn just made the urban dictionary too this second. Oh. So we're fucking inventing words here. Um Louie, you're on the run of Fed show? Louie. Wayne in Boston, Ron and Fez show. Holy shit, it worked. I just called 866-RON-0-K-CORN. Tommy in Buffalo, Ron and Fez show. How about Fez, he put his mouth, I put his K-CORN on the curb. Uh, Bryce in Canada. Hey, Ronnie. I often wonder if Fezzy's ever going to find a skin flute for his K-CORN. Hey, I thought people would be counting on to Shelby fucking up. Nope. No, because Shelby hasn't come out of the closet yet. Once he dev- <laughs> once he announces that he's gay, then I, they'll turn on him. Some lunatic just said this. Rolling Stone, Matthew McConaughey will not be returning to next season's True Detective. We all know that. That was the plan from the beginning. They said that since the beginning of the year. Before the Neither show. Neither one of them. Before it's the an all out. different show. I heard Denzel Washington's rumor. For next season. If I was Denzel. That thing would fit him perfectly. Now, do you think they're going to be in a different town? I, I, I think it's going to be totally different. Like, they'll end up in Seattle or whatever. It doesn't matter where. But it's going to be a totally different fucking scene. I got the perfect place for him. Where? Because the detective show's never been done from there before. Where's that? New York City. What? You know, like fucking New Jack City. You know how sometimes you say that? Yeah. Because we, we got some New Jack problems. We need some New Jack cops to take care of it. Where are you going, K-Corn? Someone start the show over again? Uh, our guest. Well. Um, Kirk in Houston, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, I just wondered, is it April 6th yet? No, not yet. Mike, you're on the Run of Fest show. Mike. Lost you. Let's go over to, um, let's go to our good friend Janice in Chicago to chill everybody out. Hi, how are you guys? Good, sweetie. Fuzzy, breathe. Breathe, Fuzzy. <laughs> Thank you, Janice. Can I tell you Thank one you, thing Janice, that, you Thank you, Janice. Thank you, Ron. That might make you laugh, Fuzzy. What's that? 
my father-in-law can never be a Bucks fan before. He's going to try this year with Lovey coming down. But his main reason is because he hated that Warren Snap. He always calls him Snap. <laughs> Sap was a guy that people either loved or hated. Yeah. <laughs> Fez I've done both. Yeah, you loved him and now you hate him. Can't stand him. He's an awful he, human being. So now you, when you see him, you can laugh and think of him as a damn Snap. I got something to yeah. I got something to call him now. <laughs> Oh, I got oh, something to call him. with the punches. It's so cool. You trended. How cool is that? See, Fezzy, she's trying to brighten you up. I appreciate it, Janice. I'm just not a big uh, fan of uh, uh, the way the world has embraced uh, cake horn. Well, it's all with love. Not in this guys... building, it's not, Janice. Oh. Not in this building. I can't believe that. Not with your partner right there. Yeah, brother. Good to see you, my man. Jesse Joyce is here. Did you get, real quick, did you get to see the hockey game in the snow the Yeah, other it was night? beautiful, wasn't it? Wasn't it a blast? Yeah, it was stunning. <laughs> and plus, we won. Woo-hoo. I want to see an all-lake league. I really do. <laughs> that would be so cool. And even the players said they were, like, you know, transcended back to walking with their skates. And oh, their yeah, soldiers. being like little kids again. So cool. All right, honey, talk to you later. Okay, enjoy. Love Thanks, you. Janice. Jesse Joyce. What's up, gentlemen? How are you? By the way, Jesse Joyce always has a good look about him. I do? Yeah. There's yeah. Just, you're just fucking, huh. You look urban. You're rocking the long fucking <laughs> coat. You're bringing it. How's things going in your world? Ah, it's great, you know? Nothing uh, terribly new, I guess, to what, share. But uh, You watched the big Oscar show last night? I watched night? some of them. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I had a show, so I had to bolt. But, uh, but I did watch a lot of it for the purposes of... Tweeting mean spirited things about people. <laughs> yeah. now, how did you think so. Ellen did as a comedian? Ah, uh, fine. You know what I mean. Like that's what she did. Fine. You know. Yes, like, that non-it was yeah, I threatening, a, non-joke writing. Yeah, I fun. had a buddy who wrote for it, and because you know I wrote for it last year, and so yeah. we were talking for a while, and and, uh, and he was like, uh, "These are going to be a nice Oscars." That's what he said. You right. know what I mean? And sure enough, they were. You know, they were pretty pleasant. There was not, but the, we will not remember anything about it. You know what I mean? Like right. he, she just went out and she was herself. But it was the same as if you were watching her daytime show. That, well, you know? that dumb pizza delivery thing that went on. I really thought she was going to like do the Oprah fucking car keys under the thing. You know what I mean? She's going to give right. away a... Like, it really did seem game showy, you know? Yeah. So, I, I don't know. It's just... Uh, I thought it was relative. Like, you know what's funny, though, is, is that if you've seen today, there's like all kinds of backlash about it. Like, it was lame, you know? Like, nobody can win if you host the Oscars. Like, no, you were fucked no matter what you do. I didn't know that there was backlash. Yeah, uh, yeah. There was a whole article on Newser that it was like lamest Oscars, you know? And then, like, everybody think, weighing in on how dumb it was. I really did think that the excitement level last year, you know what I mean? Right. Even though I think that we went into it like people either loved or hated last year. Right. Where this year it just felt like another show. It didn't even feel special enough. Not, there weren't enough surprises in it. Um, and it's just nice, calm show. Well, that's what they do. You know, like every year, like if you notice, like they have a pattern of like trying, like, do you guys like this? And they'll do something edgy. Yeah. And then it'll theoretically blow up in their face. And then they'll like completely backstep. Right. And get somebody safe, you know? 
So like next year they're gonna get Jesse James to host the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, yeah. It'll just be this cycle of you know, and then the year after that'll be Wilford Brimley. You know? Yeah, it'll just be this fucking. I, this got brought up at, at the Oscar party I was at last night because you just mentioned Wilford Brimley when <laughs> he did that fucking Cocoon movie back right. in the eighties. He was fifty two. What? He was 52 <laughs> years old. Now let's look up Cocoon and what he looked like. Because I thought he he's, was 80 then. He's just in I think stasis he's, of permanent old guy. Yeah, I, do, I still don't think that he's 80. Right. All right let's, I think he was a cranky toddler. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he was always just like a curmudgeon. He had that mustache the whole time all through his That's childhood. That's pretty amazing. That, all right. Yeah, he looks way right, older I just than noticed 52. Something because your mustache looks like an it's older exactly person. It's exactly the same. Yeah. Your mustache looks older and more cranky than his. <laughs> I, it looks like an older? Yes. Yeah. Your mustache is it's white. It's like a standard... It looks like they sell it, you know. Like you just you just glue it on if you, if you want to look cranky. Yeah, <laughs> just glue one of those. That's amazing, huh? Wilfred Brindley, fifty-two when he retired. Is he still alive? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. He's still alive, and he's selling like oatmeal or some shit, right? Well, well he's been selling that. oatmiel for years. Yeah, yeah, he sold the oatmeal and then the diabetes <laughs> supplies. Diabetes. Whatever. I think he's also one of those people that try to get old people to put a second mortgage on their house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is nothing but trouble. What could be better? He's just a pitch man now. Yeah, get that second mortgage out there. <laughs> There's no there. physical required. And just <laughs> fuck with your own credit. <laughs> I don't know if you saw, I tweeted this thing yesterday. It was a, a thing that, uh, uh, that I noticed last year when I was there uh-huh. at the ceremony. If you go to the Dolby Theater, this blows my mind every time. When you, if you go to the Dolby Theater where they do the Oscars, they have all these columns. That, I don't know if you've noticed, but yeah. they're always in the background. And they have, uh, like every year they have like uh, just the columns are are listed with years and then the best like the best picture whatever one right so like you know 91 Braveheart or whatever the fuck you know like, yeah. uh and then uh if you go like they have future years that have not been added yet you know just to show i don't know that list literally goes up to 2071 and i just think like the fucking hubris of the academy you know what i mean yeah. like we don't even know if there's going to be like and- and if Earth. there's gonna be, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, it's a like global warming and all this shit. Like, it's like the fucking Earth is collapsing, but the Academy is goddamn certain there's gonna be like a best supporting actress category. But you know, like, if you asked anyone an over and under on the planet Earth, most people would get bet against us. Yeah. Exactly. Like yeah. everyone disagrees with how we're going to go out. You know what I mean? Like, if you had to guess right now. What? Like how much longer? If you had to longer? put down cash, cash, how the human race is going to be destroyed, what would you say? Uh, destroyed utterly and completely? Yes, it'll be just gone. I think Our it's going to be a disease is, first. All right, disease? And then the remaining people are going to fight each other to death. Okay, so you disease, I mean? fight each other to death. Chris, what do you got? Environment's going to fall apart. The Earth's going to destroy us. And how, so how fast are you looking? I'd say within 100 years. See, the weirdness is the disease could happen... Right now, like as a, we're talking, like a pandemic, right? Yeah, there could be a pandemic. We're due, and if you talk to any of those CDC people, they're like, "I don't know why yeah. we haven't there's, had another." They just said, there's, like, a, "There's a container ship at this moment leaving Taiwan, and yeah. some dude just got a nosebleed." He's like, "What could that be?" Like, so, three weeks later, you know, I was playing the monkey left. yesterday, <laughs> but now this fucking nosebleed stopped. Did you guys notice that we just found a monkey down in the hole? Shelby, what would you bet? What would you guess? Right. 
I just say nukes or at least some chemical. The nukes should have went out in fifties easy. It's like fifty-three. We should have nuked ourselves. Those people in the fifties couldn't sleep at night because they they thought they were going to nuke each other to death. And now, like Russia invades. And it does, no one talks about it. Yeah. Fucking Fez fucks up a word and it trends number one in the country. <laughs> and no one's bringing up the fact Russian troops are fucking spilling in to the Ukraine. We don't give a sh- No one said last night, should we do the Oscars? Yeah, yeah, with the yeah. Russian troops? International. Um, Fez, what do you got? End of the world. Smacked with an asteroid. Or huh. comment. Uh, comment in the next comment? two. Comment? That's a good one. Yeah. I say asteroid. In the next 200 years. All right. Well, they just, there's a thing I just read on the internet that, that the, the Earth is predicted to burn out in 1.7 billion years. So, Shit. So I guess we got... That's nerve-wracking. So this is like the price is right. Like, who yeah. got the closest <laughs> without going over? I'm going to easily say that it's going to be Jesus himself coming back with four angels to destroy us all. Hmm. Um, because that's the one that people most believe in. That the end times comes, the apocalypse now, when Jesus comes back. But they've been consistently wrong every time one of the apocalypse people. What's the number in. two uh, movie in the country right now? Sweet Jesus coming back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Um, number one, I mean, Jesus just missed this one too. Speaking speaking of the uh, uh, nukes ending yeah. the world, did you, did you ever hear about the the uh, this guy Stanislav Petrov in 1981. Mm-mm. He's called the man who saved the world. He was. This, it's such a fascinating story, and nobody knows about this guy. He was a like a Russian uh, whatever military guy who was like on the the watch that day in 1981 uh, when uh, uh, like basically like the the sort of nuclear first response protocol, right. and. Uh, the system misfired and said that we had launched all our nukes at Russia, and uh, he just made the executive decision to go, like, I don't think that's right. And he didn't send it up to the chain of command. If he had, like, they've done, like, a lot of papers and mm-hmm. studies about this, like, the, the Russia would have had to have launched. There wouldn't have been enough time for them to have suss out whether or not it was true, you know? Right, and they would have just gone ahead. I mean, is he smart, or was he just the fuck-off and he wasn't paying attention? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, he, they've interviewed him, and he's talked yeah. about, like, his thought process, and it was basically like, well, I don't think they would have... You guys would have launched them all at once, you know. Like that was his first. Was like that right. seems unlikely. And then also they had just installed a new system six months ago, and that's exactly what happened. Was they put up a new satellite to track it, and it just the way the Earth rotated, it had yet to hit the sun at that angle, uh-huh. and the sun fried the satellite. Holy so it took shit. six months for the sun for it to hit the right, and the sun fried the satellite, huh. and it told him. Hey, America just launched all its nukes, and he chose not to do anything about it. And the best part is, he got fired. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he totally oh, yeah. got fired for that shit. Well, he did fuck up. I mean, you know what I mean? It just worked out for him. Um, Lewis, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, what's up, guys? Yo, yeah. I think the world's going to end when we have a shortage of K-corn. I'd say they're not going to drop it first. No, nah, they won't drop it. Oh, anyone want to mention that Shelby doesn't know how to run the board and uh, restarts the show? I don't even know what you're talking about now. That was just a few minutes ago. Right here. That one doesn't stick out for me. The K-Corn thing. That does. Still trending. How could it still be trending? (laughs) It's still on there. That trended longer than anything that we tried to get to trend. 
Oh, you were, that was a reference when you said Fez fucks up a word and it, tr- uh, word, yeah. The, yeah. it that's weird that I, in the sentence Fez fucks up a word, I fucked up the word word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> should trend. That should have blown that up the trend. internet just there. <laughs> Jesse Joyce is here with us. He is headed to Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. I am. March 5th through the 9th this week at the comic strip in Edmonton. Then March 20th, Harrisburg, uh, PA at the he- Harrisburg Community College at Jesse Joyce on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about the Oscars, but the Spirit Awards were the other day. Pat Noswell hosted that one, and that's the one that you got to do in a tent. Right. And it was so rough at the beginning of this that while he was doing a stand-up, you could hear people cutting like a knife-on-plate sound. (laughs) Right. I, I don't... Like, there's so many things that seem like they're a great gig to take. Yeah. But just not helpful at all. Helpful, you mean, to, to your further career, one's to career? your life. Oh, totally. You know, to anything. Yes, people go, oh, I saw you on that show. But you can't possibly do well in yeah. a giant tent with people that are eating and drinking and waiting to see if they get awards. Yeah, it totally seems like a brutal gig. Yeah, like everybody, that's the other thing is too, like, it, it, no matter, even if it's the Oscars, like, you kind of always bomb in the room. You know right. what I mean? Because the room is a terrible audience you know well why wouldn't they be if i was waiting to see because that oscar's got to mean what 10 15 million dollars to each you know at least the big oscars right uh last thing i feel like doing is hearing some fucking jokes you know right it's like if someone came in and were doing a stand-up while your wife is ready to have a baby yeah (laughs) you're not gonna be like hey dude we're in the fucking waiting room now stop it (laughs) Well, it's but there would be a one in five chance that you wouldn't get the baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's the difference. So, so it would be even more stressful. Yeah, like, there's only a 20% chance that this baby lives, <laughs> which it used to be up until like a few years ago. Like in cowboy times, you must have heard, I'm pregnant the same way you heard, would hear today. You have cancer. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It was like... <laughs> You're pregnant, but don't worry, you can beat this. There's no <laughs> chance that we're going to come out of this alive. <laughs> there, was, there were no baby showers. It's like, what's the point? Let's yeah, wait. because wait if out. anything, like a breech birth would have killed the mother. You know, almost anything would have killed the mother. I, I think about that sometimes. Is like, there are still... Uh, fires that kill people like mm-hmm. almost daily like you'll find a story somewhere in america where a fire killed a family of four or right. whatever like and we have the uh, cell phones and the internet and and fire resistant building materials now like how the fuck did anybody survive the year 1204 when like everything was made out of fucking right. sticks and hay you know like and lit by actual open flame you know like why are there still people yeah, I mean, it's hard to believe when you just think of, you know, back then, diarrhea killed people. Yeah. <laughs> Flus killed people. A, f- a fever. Just think of how many times in your life that you've ever needed a tetanus shot. You would have been dead. Right. You would have been dead as a little kid. Or just think of, like, if you ever broke your leg when you were a little kid, you'd still be walking fucking like it. Right, you, know, right. you would be lame right now. You would be a lame person. The town freak. Yeah. That happened, my dad had a, uh, was born with a club foot, and uh-huh. he was born in Pittsburgh. And University of Pittsburgh is the one that came up with the procedure to correct 
club feet. Right. And he he was born like seven months after they invented the procedure. So, so it's like if he'd been born seven months earlier, like there's no way I would have been here because he would have been virtually unfuckable. You know what I mean? Just but, wandering around. So his, he didn't even have to end up with a creep boot or no, just a huh? small one. Like he was he ended up being fine. Nice. You wouldn't I, know it. I'd still want the creep boot. That is something <laughs> I find it one of the more I put it up there with eye patch. Right. Of just being like a cool accessory that you have to have. Well, you know, even when I was a little kid, people, older people had canes. Right. Now, like my chick's parents, they got new fucking knees and hips yeah. and stuff. But when I was a little kid, the old people would just come in with a cane, sit somewhere at the party, you know, <laughs> sit on the couch, and that would be it until they left. Now we just, we fucking cyborg it. <laughs> my, mother, my mother's aunt was in a car accident when she was younger, and they reset the leg, and they told her we could do one of two things. Either set it so that it never bends again, or we can bend it and set it that way so that you have to walk on crutches or be in a wheelchair. Well, what, what good would what? it do her to have it bent? Yeah, why would you ever I go with the bent option? I sit down at that point. So, I did, leg. so you didn't look ridiculous when you are sitting in a chair? Yeah, yeah, yeah when you yeah, sat yeah. down, your leg yeah. wasn't just straight out. Yeah, give, me, give me the regular sit bent. You know what I mean? Like, if, just because you bent, it does not going to fit every chair. Like, you can bend your legs to, and then still not have it fit the couch. Right, you know, and then of course you know she didn't like had to sit in the back seat in the car. I'd say fucking right. take it off, <laughs> take it off, give me a fucking peg leg. Yeah, the peg is a just as cool an accessory. What she, what did she go with? She went with straight out, with uh, yeah, completely straight, so that okay. when she sat down, the leg was always. Oh, you do an impression for sitting down. This was her always. Did you know her? Yeah, she was still around when I was a little kid, and but. <laughs> this, this like, and people trying to get like a footstool really quick for her so she could sit down right away because it didn't bend so she was on a cane yeah but I don't think she would even need a stool because it wouldn't hurt her the same way it would you because what bothers you now doing that is that your knee bends uh -huh. but once your knee was locked in you, the stool isn't even going to help you but she always she always needed two chairs I remember that Hmm. Too bad you didn't. She didn't need three, and then you could have been like three chairs for my aunt. <laughs> well, what, um, what was so? This was from a car accident. Yeah, the Model T. Uh, it, it had to have been close at her age. So yeah, it just got mangled in the wreck. Hmm. Wow. Huh. She looks like she's permanently. And, and of course, there was you know the talk of we got to take this off. Right. You know, civil war mentality still I around. Taking it yeah. off. That would have been easier. It doesn't do you any good. She's not walking on it, right? No, no. So I don't know, if they did, it would have been with like one of those just fucking old rusty saws. That'd have been incredible. Oh yeah, that's neat. I love those things, like going to Civil War museums and shit like that. Civil War, they took off most of the people. If you got shot in any of your limbs, the only way to save you was to take it off. Do you know there's this doctor in India who just like invented the procedure for getting rid of phantom limb syndrome? It's pretty interesting. I didn't even know about this. You know about phantom limb syndrome, yeah. right? Yeah. So what he, it's a pretty brilliantly simple strategy. What he did is he, he like the one guy who came in and he like his fist was really clenched, right? For like 20 years, he had this clenched fist, but he didn't have an arm. You know what I mean? But he could just feel it and it hurt him. 
And so the doctor put a mirror like halfway in front of his face and he would just practice every day. So it looked like the other half of his body was replicated in the mirror and he, his own eyes, he would just constantly with the hand he did have just practice releasing it. And he was able to trick his own brain into believing that that was the other arm through the mirror. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Isn't that a clever? Well, the, the brain stuff is so weird. I mean, it go, lets you know that you're really not your brain. You right. I mean, like, we think our brain is us, but it isn't. It's very matrixy. the fact yeah. that you could lose an arm and still think you have an arm. Well, I had a, a buddy who lost a foot in a motorcycle accident, and his phantom foot would cramp up really bad. Right. Like, he would feel it on the, like, on the arch of a foot that didn't exist. It would just fucking be killing him. And he'd be like, oh, fuck, fuck. You know, Which like, is weird, because like, how often does that happen when you have feet? Yeah, you know, like, yeah. Like, but again, that was like, it probably had to do with the trauma of the whole thing. Right. But it was really weird when he woke up in the hospital. See, he had, on a motorcycle, he hits his heel on the fucking ground, right? And it kind of like started to slowly rot, took like months before they finally had to take it off. So he's in the hospital for a long time before, and finally they took off his left foot. And when he woke up, I was standing there, and I said, can I have this? And it was his left shoe. And I go, can I have this if you're not going to use it? And the nurses were like... "Um, I hope that helps. I don't know. They were like, maybe what you're doing... What you guys are doing, joking about this, is a good thing. We don't know. Doesn't seem it to us. You were like amputee Patch Adams. You had to. <laughs> you had to Patch Adams the whole situation. That's fun. Nice. Phantom pain, like with the arch. You know, you could, if you still, if you actually had arch pain, you could like kind of walk it off or rub it out right. or anything. I bet, you know, like pain reliever probably wouldn't even help no, mentally. Nothing. It's phantom. It's a, I did acid one time. And I had a phantom pain on a third leg. This is how fucking high I was. Literally? No. I'm making the oh. whole fucking story God up. damn it. I, just, <laughs> I can't Never believe. Excited. Wasn't it exciting, me. though? It Never was. Excited? I really, yeah. I was like, because I've never done acid, so oh, I know it. shit like oh, that happens. you got to. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a little late in the game. It'll no, just the opposite. detrimental to my sobriety. No, just, just the opposite. Now is when it does kick in. You know what I mean? Now you're like, you have enough ability to think. I did it. I was 14. I was like a fucking moron. Well, it's like I, I, I'm a pretty busy guy these days. Like, I don't, yeah. I, I don't, I think I'd have to schedule in a day or two to like fucking be chased by a dragon. You know, like yeah. I don't have that kind of time. See, right I now. think you're going to go just the opposite. I think you're going to break through. <laughs> you know what I mean, you're just going to go, I get it now. <laughs> I understand. Uh, We're yeah, all I don't know. one. I got, I got like nine years sober, though. I think it would be. I don't know. You know that, you know, who you did, Bill W. did asset after he got sober. Did he really? Yeah, that was part of his, you know, it was like a, a 1950s thing where they would, thought that asset was going to help people come out of depression. Huh. Psychiatrists used asset on people for years until, you know, kids got a hold of it. Right. And then it, you know. Like every like now everyone sees oxycotton as being a bad drug, but if you were a burn victim, you'd think it was good. Well, it's not that; it's in conjunction with alcohol that people don't understand that that's a right. terrible. So you think to yourself, "I'd go out and get a drink if I did some acid." No, I just I like the streak that I have going. You know, <laughs> yeah, of right. sort of generally speaking, substance free living. I mean, yeah. I smoke, right? But 
which you know assholes will go like well that's a drug and it's like all right fuck you it's not i mean it is but and i don't think it counts it's up to you actually to me what you're you're the guy keeping score you know what I mean? oh really oh do you think nicotine would affect my streak? Oh, I thought you meant you smoke weed. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, cigarettes. No. No, I don't think. I don't okay. think. I mean, they're used, every meeting used to be just packed with smoke. Right. And coffee. Yeah. Fucking miss that. <laughs> <laughs> Can't light up. Although I, you can vape. Yeah. Oh, can you? Yeah, I think so. You know, I went to a, a secret society group, uh, like we're talking about, uh, the Upper West Side once, and, uh, you know, that's kind of the... Or no, it was like in Hell's Kitchen, right? Uh, Which is the fascinating historical smashing together of, like, old Irish criminals. Right. Like the Westies, and then now, like, new, like, screaming, gayest Broadway guys ever, you know? And they are in the same meeting together. And there's once... And you can just tell, like, the tension is so palpable in that room. It's really kind of fun. (laughs) And I went one afternoon, and this old Irish guy was chairing the meeting, and this is what he said verbatim. Him. He goes, all right, everyone, now you have three minutes to share whatever you like, but no faggot shit. That's like a direct quote. And it was kind of, it was fascinating. Because, yeah. like, you know, because he didn't get to Classic. do it that often. So right. it was like, he'd really been waiting. Like, yeah. I can't wait till it's my turn. You know, and finally when I was up there. Point that out. Yeah. Because, you know, like for the last three weeks, he'd been listening to stories about some trouble with a boyfriend. He's like, ah, here we go again. You know, like I, sitting in the back. I love the, I like some of the old guys don't want to hear about anything other than alcohol. Right. So if you're like, and then I started doing coke, and they're like, hey, hey, it's all alcohol. Alcohol Anonymous. <laughs> That's fun. It's I, uh, always the old timers that just don't want to, not that anyone else, you're like, they're the same thing. You can't, you know, make the uh, difference between one and the other. But if you came around, you know, when people use, still use words like hippies, you know right. what I mean? If, if Archie Bunker fucking kicked drinking, he never <laughs> wants to hear about crack. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, Jesse Joyce is here with us, headed to Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, at the comic strip, March 5th through the 9th this weekend, and March 20th in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, at the Harrisburg Community College. we got to learn to book you during the south during the winter. (laughs) You know what? You guys gave me a lot of shit for going to Anchorage the last time I was on. 20 degrees warmer the whole week that I was there than it was here. That's embarrassing. It was amazing. Uh, I think Chicago has been the most brutal city in the country this winter, man. It always, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, 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 if I can avoid it every time, I try to avoid routing through O'Hare. Ever. Like, it's just brute. Like, it's never. I don't think they've successfully gotten a plane out <laughs> on time in the entire history of that fucking airport. It's the busiest airport in the country, and they act like Is it, it still? They claim that it is, but like... Where would else be? Atlanta? Well, like JFK, maybe. Or... I don't think so. I don't know. I, I, Fucking I London. Think it, JFK isn't a hub. LAX for everything going out west. It's like to Europe. That's or the, the fucking last Asia. Europe. Asia. I mean, <laughs> that's the last spot that you can get in the west, though. About, like, there's a lot of Europeans that f- fucking fly around, right? Heathrow, maybe? I don't know. Um, no. All right, but India, and I will have to check. Let us know. It was always the big fight between Atlanta and Chicago for the two busiest airports because huh. they were both hubs. Now, 3 o'clock in the morning, busiest airport in America is Memphis because that's the FedEx place. So oh, okay. if you're ever out... 
3 o'clock in the morning, those th- those planes are just coming in and out. And when you really think of it, how do you fucking deliver a package from one side of the country to another? It's hard enough to get yourself... And you're paying attention. But a box, you know what I mean? If someone said to me, you got boxes that some of these are going to Honolulu, some of these are going to Seattle, figure it out, I'd be like... It is a pretty miraculous. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to. Right. So you can just order some bullshit on Amazon, then it's like, hey, look at that. I got and I expect it immediately yeah, 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 when yeah. I'm at my house. Right. I, like, hit it and I start looking at the door. <laughs> the second that I hit it, it I'm like, what the fuck? I want it to show up like a pizza. It's the same thing. I always use uh, Grubhub to order food in my yeah. apartment because I refuse. Like I can't. I'm done. I've been here for 13 years. Like I'm done talking to foreigners on the phone when it comes to ordering food. Right. Like it's just impossible. You know what I mean? Like and because I order exotic foods from time to time, and then yeah. it's like, well, here we fucking go. You know, it's like it's not going <laughs> to go your way. And uh, my brother speaks fluent Mandarin. Right. Uh-huh. He called a Chinese restaurant in my neighborhood. It took him 20 minutes in fucking Chinese. He was trying to get, and it still didn't work. Like the numbers for the address, it was. Anyway, so uh, so you don't have to talk to anybody ever again. You know, you just type it in, right? Uh-huh. There's a new Australian restaurant that opened up in my neighborhood, which I didn't even know was a thing. Fucking the other day, I got a little Ecuadorian kid on a bicycle at two in the morning delivered a rare kangaroo burger to my door. <laughs> I sat in my living room and drank the blood of a kangaroo. It was the fucking cool. It was like it was really a very New York. I didn't know that we were allowed to eat kangaroo. I, I thought... didn't know either, but it really, yeah, it was. Bloody. I know. Um, I used to have a guy who brought me stuff in that you thought that you wouldn't be able to eat, like ostrich and shit oh, like nice. that. A lot of rare animals. We ate some platypus one day. I do that a lot. Yeah. I've never eaten platypus, but like yeah. I, I like to eat shit for the story, you know? Right. Uh, you ever have Rocky Mountain oysters? You know what yeah, are? the bull's balls. Yeah, they're bull testicles. Yeah. They, they, like, so you have hat? Because yeah. they're like chicken tenders. Like, they do. This is ama- the amazing thing about them is, is that, well, like, first of all, they, like, flatten them. So, like, I think that would be too much for any dude to, like, just bite into a testicle like an right. apple. You know what I mean? <laughs> so they're, like, kind enough to, like, cut it up and flatten it. So you can't, it, it's not recognizable. Before they take them off or after? <clears throat> I, imagine, I imagine after, right? Mm-hmm. I think the bull might be a little ornery with that decision. Uh, so then uh, they fry it. Uh, but the amazing thing is it's the, the, they have taurine them, right? That's what's in bull balls, which is an ingredient in Red Bull. That's like an, it's like an energy. It's like it's like a testosterone kind of. Oh, so speed. So, yeah, it's it, it it's an energy supplement. Taurine is. So essentially, you're eating chicken tenders that like make you nervous. You know, it's kind of amazing. Like, after you have one, you're like, this is a fucking amazing experience. Like, I fucking love these. Like, you're so wired after you eat bull balls. It's pretty great. Um, Chris, what about you? You ever eat anything strange like that? Like sea urchin, I have found to be really odd. Because sea urchin doesn't even look like an animal. You ever do mm-hmm. the frog legs, though? I never had frog legs, no. The weird thing about them is that you eat it and it's left with a little frog skeleton. You know what I mean? Like you just <laughs> see how its little bow-legged legs are. Because I know a lot of vegetarians will be just like, the reason why is they'll just be like eating a chicken leg and then look down and see a bone and just have this moment of clarity that they just go, oh, I'm chewing on the bone of another creature. It's great to do that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It doesn't bother <laughs> me at all. Bone marrow is delicious. That's the inside of the bone. I can get it when they bring it up, you know? <laughs> I mean, I kind of feel weird sometimes. Like, if I'm eating a potato, I'll just scream out, this was in the dirt. You know what I mean? Like, that's disgusting. That's fucking horrible. This was in dirt. And now I'm eating it. 
That's it's fucking weird that yeah. food just grows or it's other living things. Are you it's on weird. acid now? Yeah. <laughs> but if you think about it, like food grows somewhere. Yeah. You know what? I think what's particularly upsetting about the frog is they're kind of humanoid, you know? They're yeah. skeleton. Because I used to have, uh, in college, because I thought it was cool to die at Piranha, right? Which is like such a douchey yeah. college guy thing to have, <laughs> you know? And uh, uh, we used to have this policy where if you brought something live over, we'll throw it in the tank and see what happens, you know? Uh-huh. And uh, and the frog was amazing. Because it looks like a little dude, right? He's just flailing around yeah. with his arms and legs, you know? And a school of Piranha just ripped him up. And... Well, I mean, we use the term frogman for scuba. Right. Because it looks just like a dude. Yeah. I mean, when we go underwater and we attempt to swim, we look like a frog. All right. By the uh, way, if if you have a piranha tank and you're going to try that, don't mouse. Terrible idea. Because like they don't eat the hair, so it just stays the, at the top. The of hair it. just flows you to just the have, top. Okay. Yeah. So good you're just tip. scooping out Fuzz's mustache all day. All right, good <laughs> tip. Your fish Got tank. That. Like right. a filter. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know that they wouldn't eat the hair. No. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Um, it's very weird that we will not eat dog or cat, even though it's no less. Tasty right. than any other animal. Like uh, we were talking about that movie, uh, Cheap Thrills. Uh, Liz says Fire said she tapped out during the dog eating. That was the worst that was what fucked thing that you could do. And yet, how is eating a dog any weirder than eating a pig? And Agreed. A, a pig tastes more delicious than anything else. In the fucking universe, we don't know it right now, but there might be some dogs that are just fucking amazing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just so fucking good. I uh, heard this amazing story when when I, I did stand up in China, right? And uh, we were in Shanghai. And we had this dude. His name was Dan, and he was like he was like our tour guide, right? And he was mm-hmm. just great. He was like the tour manager, sort of, and kind of took us around. And like that's what he does for a living is like take celebrities around you know like just to make sure they don't get fucked by merchants and whatever and like uh-huh. they don't get put in a cab and like sold on the black market or you know like that kind of shit so and i know we're not celebrities but like i just felt like i need to disclaim that so anyway so uh <laughs> but uh he's american he's from orange county but he uh is also chinese so he's like he looks chinese and he's fluent completely in mandarin so like he's really the best kind of guy to have he like is, lives in both places so he's great to have you take you around and show you shit. Right. And uh, he told us this great story about uh, there was some famous tennis player that he had, like that came over to like you know play in a tournament or something, and uh, he was there for like three weeks, and he was responsible for like making sure he and his twatty like model girlfriend. Uh, like, you know, just doing the same thing that he did with us, like just, you know, taking him around Shanghai and, uh, but the tennis player was like busy all the time. So he was like mostly stuck with his chick and she was just the worst person ever. You know, like one of those like kind of like not travel-y kind of people who's right. it's like no appreciation for other people's cultures, which is like, this place smells weird and everybody's gross and where's <laughs> McDonald's, you know, like, like yeah. that kind of dumb, uh, you know, unappreciative bullshit, you know? And so she was just like this high maintenance pain in the ass the whole time. And, uh, after like a, two, a week of this, you know, he's just stuck like following her around, just making sure she doesn't get murdered, you know, and just to get irritating. And after like a week, she's like, you know what, Dan? Like, I don't need your help. Like, I'm a model. I've been to Paris. I understand how foreign countries work. Like, I'm good. Like, leave me alone. And he's like, I don't think that's a good idea. And she's like, no, no, Dan, I, I got it. Just fucking leave me alone. And he's like, look, I don't think. After like five minutes, he's like, fine, go ahead. 
whatever. I don't fucking right. Like, so she goes off on her own, and then the second half of this story is related to us. How we know about it is uh, from the uh, Shanghai Police Department. <laughs> so here's what happened: she ended up walking into one of those like real deal markets in Shanghai, like one yeah. of those, like you know, you go down to Chinatown, and there's like. There's a couple of them, like like Mott Street or whatever. There's like an old lady mm-hmm. who's like literally like picking live eels out of a bucket, like and inspecting them, like you do with a cantaloupe, you know, to, to see right. if that's appropriate for dinner. So it's like one of those places, and she basically walked up to this dude who had a cage full of puppies, and she was like, "Oh, puppies, right?" This is basically how the story went down. And she's like, "You know what? We I want to get one of these puppies. Like, for we're gonna keep it. It'll be our puppy in the hotel for the next two weeks. Like, we'll have our own little." She goes over to the guy and she indicates like there's no v- language. But she's indicating like pointing her finger like I'd like that puppy. And the the dude he's like, "You mean this one right here?" And she's like, "Yes, the cutest one. Give me the cutest puppy." And he's like, all right. And he fucking grabs it. And he's like, this one, you talking about? And she's like, yes, give me the pup. And he takes it and he snaps his neck and hands it to her. <laughs> and she had like a nervous breakdown on the street. Like they had to fucking throw a riot blanket over her and like drag her to the, you know, it's so, like they, Dan had to go pick her up at the police station. She's all shaking and drinking tea and like fucking freaked out. It's so great because there's so much poetic justice in that. I think like, right. it's a shame that a puppy had to die for a that story to be funny. A puppy did have to die, but, but the important part is this fucking blonde got has to live with that. For, yeah. But not only that she specifically selected that particular puppy for execution you know right. I mean? she was like that one dies you know anyway i thought that was pretty great i fucking is amazing um <laughs> did she eat it no see that's you take just, the story too far you take the story food. too far now jesse joyce headed to edmonton alberta canada at the comic strip that's march 5th through the 9th then uh, a couple weeks later, March 20th, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, at the Harrisburg Community College, at Jesse Joyce on Twitter. That's right. Because we never got around to plugging that uh, caption contest either. We said we were going to do today. Oh, on yeah. the iBang. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everything went cake horn on us. Right. So it's not too late to do it now. We had stuff to give out. Yeah, uh, for the caption contest, we have Get a Life on DVD, Get a Life the Series, signed by Chris Elliott. Love Chris Elliott, love that show, too. That's pretty cool. Uh, Why don't we break here, and we'll come back. Uh, Jesse Joyce sitting in with us. His Twitter is at Jesse Joyce. It's the Ron Fez Show. show uh, up on the iBang uh, we are giving out a prize for this caption contest I'm just looking at this picture for the first time uh, last night uh, so you got Jennifer Lawrence in there Merle Streep Brad Pitt, Julia Roberts uh, I don't know who the black guy is with the glasses I'm gonna, yeah, he's really given himself a place of prominence in that. Yeah, photo. I'm going to guess it's Kid from Kid and Play, <laughs> but I would have thought he'd be older than that by now. 
So if you have a caption for that picture, the Ellen selfie from the Oscar night, uh, you have a chance to win Get a Life on DVD, starring and signed by Chris Elliott. Who is the dude peeking in between J-Law and Julia Roberts? That's Channing Tatum. I would not have recognized him from that angle. At first, I thought it was Jim Carrey. Huh. Jim Carrey, by the way, was fucking hysterical last night. It was really good. Yeah. You mean the impression of Bruce Dern that he did? Is that yeah, the impression of Bruce Dern. And then also how long it took him to put on his glasses <laughs> when he decided, I'm going to do this bit that I said LSD by mistake. And then he takes forever to put his glasses on. I like any joke that holds up to festivities <laughs> as long as fucking possible. <laughs> yeah, he definitely like does jokes where it's like the balls of you to do this. Right. You know? My my uncle opened mics with him way back in the day in, uh-huh. in L.A. Because my uncle was a comic for a few years. And he, he used to do, like, all kinds of bizarre experimental shit, you know? Right. Like, the one time he always talked about uh, that Jim Carrey came out and he just started doing his set. And he brought a trombone case with him. And do you know where this is going? Yeah. And he, so he takes out the trombone case and he just starts like, while he's doing his set, he just starts assembling this trombone, you know, and like kind of putting it together and like, you know, like oiling the fucking key, whatever. (laughs) I don't know how you build a trombone, right? But, you know, he's like, you know, like wiping it down and everything. And he's like, you know, oiling the thing and he's getting it all ready. And he like gets it built while he's doing his set. And then he just reverses the process and just starts disassembling the trombone. And like he gets it like right up to his lips and then he just breaks it back down and puts it back in a case and wraps up. And like it took him the exact amount of time to build and disassemble a trombone to do his ten minutes, you know? Yeah. And he just like left. He never fucking one time he didn't play a note on the trombone, he just built it and took it apart. It's fucking great. I remember the first time I saw him on TV, I was high, and he fucking, he was doing the things where when he does impressions, he would do the person's face. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's amazing. And that he's he does like, that. I don't yeah. think I can watch this right now. Right. I am fucking weirded out by this. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a phenomenal. I mean, that's the kind of, do you do any impressions? No, huh? I can do like accents, like yeah. like voice, like like I can do a generic. Uh, well, I did the Irish one before, you know. Like right. I can do generic. But what a gift, yeah, for a comic because you don't want to overdo it and become an impressionist, right? But if you have three to four, just to go yeah. to Jay Moore style, the rest of your yeah. life is just picking up cash. But, well, it bugs the shit out of me. Like I, I have a very like is the kind the guys who do they're not doing an impression they're doing an impression of the comic who unlocked the impression. Right. You know, like everybody is stealing Jay right. Moore's right. walking. Walkin', Everybody's yeah. doing. So it doesn't if you say you can do a walking then fuck you. Like you're not doing it. You're just ripping off Jay Moore's walking, right. you know? And now it's gotten down to where your mom's like feels pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's, she's relatively confident that she you can. Know, that's yeah. where Jack Nicholson was when I was a kid. Oh yeah, where everyone did that one. Uh-huh. Uh huh. In the 1930s, everyone did Cagney for some reason. Right. You know, but there's always a guy that everyone feels like they can do. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you are right. The unlocking is yeah. That's the, the key. If thing. you can invent an impression, yeah. like you know Mike McRae, he's a comic from uh, Texas. Mm. He's fucking amazing. Like he can totally. He is like impressions of guys that nobody's doing impressions of. You right. know, like like Luke Wilson or like Owen Wilson and fucking. He has this great Vince Vaughn, and he does like an amazing uh, 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 Sam Waterston from fucking <laughs> Law great. and Order. You know, <laughs> it's it's really incredible to, to see him do it. And then, uh, but then there's the other guy 
guys who also not only do they, will they just like rip off other comics impressions, but then they do impressions of characters that bugs the shit out of me. Like guys who go like, "Here's Doctor Evil," you know, and it's like <laughs> that's Mike Myers did all the work for you. You know what I mean? Like it's already a cartoon voice. You know, it's infuriating. Or like, like you can't do a cartoon character's voice and have that fucking count. There were always people who would do the. Um, the George Bush, but exactly like the SNL version, like not gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. You're like you don't even have your own phrase to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dana yeah. Carvey. Yeah, yeah. and, and it, what, I think the benchmark is like if you can, if, if it gets boiled down to you don't even, have, you can just do a syllable, right? You know, like like Reagan's like, like that's it, like that's the impression. Well, you know, like, well, yeah, that's the whole well, fucking. That's good. That's but what it's you hacking. Know that Reagan's at his house going, what the fuck? <laughs> don't do anything like that. <laughs> I'm a human being. <laughs> I can do a great impression of somebody that you wouldn't know. My friend Keith Alberstadt. All, right, and all of the people in my circle do me doing Keith. Okay. Because he's like this wholesome, like, southern guy, right? And yeah. so his whole thing is basically like, hey, have you tried my grandma's cobbler? You know, like, he's like that. <laughs> he doesn't understand that there's evil in the world, you know? So, like, because like, he's a real sweet, homespun kind of a fucking dude. And he's a hilarious yeah. comic. But, uh, but yeah, so it's just always like, wait, wait, what happened? You mean you had sex with a stranger? Like, who does that? You know, like, it's kind of like that. Wow, the impression of the guy you guys have never heard of is well, doing Well, here's right the thing. Here. I've heard that a lot of actors w- are really just doing impressions of someone that yeah, they Yeah, just met. somebody that they know. You know, so, you know, that William H. Macy said, that dude would be pretty good for me to do in Fargo. Yeah. And everyone else is watching Fargo. This is amazing. And some dude's watching it and looking at his Wait wife. Wait a minute. Is he <laughs> bullshit. making fun of me? Or should I be an actor? <laughs> well, I do admire, like, J- Johnny Depp. When you can, yeah, when you can do it with somebody who seems like an unlikely uh, contender for the the impression that you're doing, like how his pirate is Keith Richards, you know, yeah. like that's kind of like, oh, that's a fun, you know, what I mean, like, right? Because you wouldn't really, I mean, I know Keith Richards is pirate like, but you wouldn't really know. Yeah, that's what makes those guys kind of brilliant. Yeah, here's Dave in Tennessee. Hey, Dave, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, fellas. That's uh, in that picture. It's the best supporting actress's brother in a photo bomb. That is fucking amazing <laughs> because, I mean, first of all, we're going to forget about her. This yeah. was her first thing. But we'll never remember this fucking guy, yeah. but he'll have this picture for the rest of his life. She's yeah. got the Oscar and got moved to the bomb. back. That's going to get him elected mayor of of fucking Nairobi. (laughs) Right. You know? Because the Oscar really eventually every year means less and less to you. Then people don't even remember that at one time you won it. Like well, by already, definition, yeah. they, they they give out like whatever, like 60 every year. Right. But there aren't 60 Oscar winners dying off every single year. So yeah. you're just, there's more Oscars. You know? Yeah, there's more now than there ever has been yeah. traveling around. But it's already like I forgot that Jamie Foxx won a fucking Oscar. And when he was on last night, I'm like, what the fuck is he doing on me? And I was like, he won an Oscar. I'm like, what? Remember? <laughs> For Ray? dressing up like a fucking girl on Mad TV? <laughs> I think even Sunday. I remember that more than him playing Ray, which again is just an impressionist. And Jamie Foxx can do impressions, right? but then he does one of Ray Charles during a movie, and it was like, well, we're going to give you an Oscar. Right. 
Yeah, but he, I think I don't. I, he nailed it though. He did nail the impression. Like, I didn't say that he wasn't. No, good. I know, but is. I think he invented the Ray Charles impression. You know what I mean? Like, right, so you got to give him credit for being think, able did to. Did anybody in history? I saw. I'll give you a person. Billy Joel used to do a Ray Charles. Yeah. Impression. Yeah. Mo, Billy Joel can do an impression of anyone else at the piano. But the difference is, there's a comic impression, and then like a straight. Like like Ray, uh, in Ray, he was like really doing it as accurately. Like it's almost better when you can do a comic impersonation of somebody because right. then you like not only are you nailing the voice, but you're cartooning it. Like so you got you no have to problem. caricaturize. You got no problem with a guy doing an impression and winning an Oscar. Well, it's just it, I don't think it's as I didn't really notice that like I was just doing a Ray impression. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like because it it was just more of a performance thing. But like what does impress me is when you can f- exploit the nuances in somebody's voice. You know, yeah. like like when you can just take the few little nuggets and build an impression around it. I'm working on a Chris Stanley impression. Oh, yeah? oh drunk and on drugs. <laughs> Good. Oh, I can't pay my rent. I could Good, man, pay. Good. Thanks, dude. Thanks. I mean, did I have it down where I was like slurping all down the side of my mouth and I looked broke? Yeah, I closed my eyes. I couldn't even tell. I mean, I the people on the list in their cars, they must not know what's going on. I hope they didn't close their eyes if they're driving. And Eddie Murphy, I mean, if he just lost the dreads from that Stevie Wonder impression, I mean, he could have probably played Ray. Are you just saying that because they were two black, blind piano really guys? It seems like the Get most up. racist fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and I went to 12 Years a Slave. <laughs> and I'm going to be totally honest. I didn't think those people were that racist in 12 Years a Slave. What? They had slaves. I didn't watch the whole thing. Did- <laughs> well, I don't think you're racist if you have slaves. Do you mean it was at the time that was legal? You'd have to have it pointed out to you, like we did in this country with smoking. We didn't know it was bad to blow smoke (laughs) in someone's face. Now everyone seems to know it. Like if I was around back then, I'd like to think I'd be, you know, pro abolition (laughs) or whatever, but I'd probably be like, yeah, let's get those slaves in there. I would actually probably be saying to my slaves, you guys should have some babies, because that way I could have even more slaves. The bigger ones, yeah, you can have slaves. I bet I'd I'd have them, but I'd have them do work. I'd kind of feel bad about it. Like, I know it's hot out, but I really need you to harvest these crops here. I mean, I feel, I mean, if later on we're having movie night, but I mean, before that, I really need you to do this. Well, you'd have to invent the fucking movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's why he doesn't have time to pick his own crops. Yeah, because back then they're probably, this is how you spent your night. Did you hear something? It sounded like the slaves who came in here. Like all night long, you probably just worried that your slaves were going to whip your ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would think. <laughs> just every night, like slaves aren't saying anything about me, are they? There's, well, more of them. I than us. fucking got pissed today. I was whipping people, and you know, I get out of you know me. I got a fucking bad temper. What if their spirit isn't broken? Yeah, in deep shit. You locked the gate, didn't you? <laughs> I was so mad. Did you see 12 Years a Slave? I did, yeah, yeah. I was so fucking yeah. mad at him for at the beginning scenes for even going close to the South. Like when he drove down the fucking D.C. Oh, right, right, right. I was right. like, you're the dumbest motherfucker I've ever heard of. Right. Don't go driving through Virginia on your way to go do a gig when there's fucking slavery in Virginia. Yeah. They really made like uh, upstate New York seem like some sort of uh, racially 
equal opportunity. Yeah, it's not even uh, that good today. Like at the time, I've heard the end bomb in fucking Schenectady two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, but it was like, wow, he's just like he's just like a man about town walking around <laughs> upstate New York. Yeah. And he's like, oh hey, Solomon, how the <laughs> hell are you? This is the yeah. other annoying thing about him, though. It's not even like he was worried about the other slaves when he was a free man. Before or even after. Like, you think that he would be walking around upstate New York going like this. Hey, you know, we got to do something about this slavery problem down south. But he was just acting like all's good in the world. Oblivious? Because he's free. Yeah. I didn't say it. I just figured I knew what was going to happen. He was well, like one of the worst free black men at that time. <laughs> well, in fairness, he was born free. Born free. <laughs> like, his dad yeah. was the, you know, but so, still, and then you, his kids were. So, like, right. I don't even know if he, like... Was that familiar with what it was all about, really? Well, he you know could what I mean? read. He knew that there were slaves and they looked like him. Right. I mean, even the white people should have been pissed about the slaves. Well, he joined into that slave song pretty quick. Like two weeks in, he was singing at that funeral. I mean, yeah. I would have, like, just. I would have I started singing to be part of things, though. I mean, I'll start and take on the personality of the group, too, Shelby. You know what I mean? Like if I just found, if I went to a new town and everybody was like fucking parting their hair in the middle, I'd be down within a couple of weeks. You know what I mean? I'm gonna fit in. But what kind of town? <laughs> I don't know. Some town in the twenties? I don't know. Where, I guess we're using so, some kind of hair Moonshine Ridge, Tennessee. <laughs> I'm just saying, if I got there and it went down that way, yeah, but, I, but I was mad that at no time when they were thanking everyone that they forgot to thank the Yankees. You know what I mean? Like on the Oscars, they just said, this goes out to all the people that were slaves and to the Yankees for coming down from up north when they really didn't have to and fucking freeing everybody. Right. The people from Pennsylvania appreciate it. Big ups. <laughs> Did yeah. Lincoln get a nod? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing he, for Now, Lincoln. two years ago, everybody was saying all kinds of great things <laughs> about him at the Oscars. That was last year. Was it last yeah, year? it was just yeah. last year. How quickly we forget. Um, well, I, you know, I didn't get to see it until it came on cable. Yeah. Lincoln was mentioned by Bruce Dern in that clip where it was like Lincoln about the. Well, he was talking about Lincoln, Nebraska. No, it was it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was the fucking yeah. uh, Mount Rushmore. And yeah. He was just like Lincoln doesn't even have an ear. Like that's it. This is the only mention Lincoln got in this. Have you been to Mount Rushmore? I have not, but I was just in South Dakota this past week. How uh, do you not go? I mean, it was the opposite side of the state. It's like oh, a good okay. six hours, but. South Dakota is like a really, it is a lot of interesting history. You know, there's oh, like yeah. Deadwood and there's uh, Yankton, which is where like, is like a big fort where they, you know, uh, hung Jack McCall, the dude who shot Wild Bill Hickok in the back. And, yeah. Well, yeah. Deadwood has uh, Annie Oakley's uh, grave too. Right. Who used to run around with. Yeah, yeah. But it was weird. It's no. like one of those graves that I went to see since I was there. Uh-huh. And for some reason, like, I was really moved, and I don't even know why. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, there she is. It's cool. You never know when that's going to happen to you. Right. You know, you can go to certain graves and not feel anything, and other people's graves, you're, like, literally moved, like right. it's family. <laughs> There's a town, I, cause I was, I just did, uh, Sioux Falls, that's where I did. Yeah. And so one of my buddies was like, is that the biggest town in South Dakota? And I, like, I didn't know, so I looked it up. It, it is. It turns out 159,000 people, which is kind of insane. Like, there's more people on my street, you know, right. than live in the <laughs> whole fucking town. And, uh, but, uh, if you just, for out of curiosity, I'd encourage you to do it, cause it's kind of fascinating. If you go to the list of the biggest cities in South Dakota, at the bottom, at the very bottom of the list, there's a town, the smallest city in South Dakota, White Rock, South Dakota, has three people. Three 
is the town. And it, if you go to their Wikipedia page, they actually have the census demographics of the town <laughs> of the three dudes. Cause, and that's what it says. And they have it in census terminology. So it's like <laughs> White Rock, South Dakota is 100% male. And then, <laughs> and then they go, this is my favorite part, they have the ethnic breakdown. And this is literally what it is. If you go to White Rock, South Dakota's Wikipedia page, the town's ethnic breakdown is 33.3% white, 33.3% Native American, and 33.3% Hispanic. It's wow. like three fucking dudes. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not a town, it's like a buddy cop movie. You know what I mean? Like, I just think it's fucking hilarious that they, why would they, you know, you could just really put like Steve, Littlefeather, and Miguel, and it serves the exact same fucking purpose. <laughs> and someone had to come up and talk to those three guys. Well, that's the other thing. It's like, I was a census taker, like in 2000, like years ago, I yeah. did it for extra money. Like, to get a fucking 100% success rate with getting people to answer those questions is absolutely impossible. That census taker... <laughs> Like, hit 100% of the town. That's impressive as hell. Nobody participates. And with the setup, it's not going to be growing anytime soon. Well, actually, according to the 2000 census, because they have that information, there uh, there were 13 people. They lost 10 in that town in the last decade. They must have adopted. I think a blockbuster closed. (laughs) It's all the fucking whole town shut down or something. Jesse Joyce is here this Wednesday through the rest of the weekend. He's going to be at the Comic Strip in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, March 20th at the Harrisburg Community College, and on Twitter, at Jesse Joyce. That's right. All right, people are already writing in, Fez, to let you know that to go from 13 to 3 is not an addition. That's subtraction. Oh, I thought they were expecting it to go to 13. No, no, no. Uh, They lost 10 people in a decade. Um, here's Spider. Spider, how you doing? Spider, we got you, buddy? Ron, thanks for laying off Fizz early, being the adult. Thank you. If you haven't already, get the fuck out the studio. Shelby, get your shit together. Chris, fuck you. And Fizz, keep your head up. Don't come to work tomorrow. Shoot everybody up. We all praying for you. Uh, Spider, one more thing. Go get your fucking shine box, Spider. Um... Here's uh, the blowhard. How you doing, blowhard? Hey guys, listen. Yeah. This Oscar, this this disgrace of an award. You're not happy losing, with it? It's losing its legitimacy <laughs> as time goes on. You look back to the early days of film, and the films were quality, and people acted. Now it's just political. It's just ridiculous favoritism. How that movie won Best Picture, I cannot understand it. How they can nominate certain people. Look at that guy from the Captain Phillips, that Somalian guy. Was he acting, the guy with the, uh, the can't open the teeth, that guy? Did, was that an acting role? All the nominees, it just seems, were, and the winners were very political. And it seems to be getting worse as time goes by. What do you, you hate seeing minorities win awards? Is that no, what you're telling me, sir? people <laughs> act. Uh, I want to Tom Mix. Is that where we're going back? Back in the well, days of Tom Mix, we had something. Exactly. Barkeet Abdi wasn't really a pirate, so he was kind of acting. Actors doing real roles with scripts and, and drama. But now we have a movie about AIDS, and everybody's flocking to see this movie where a guy in drag wins. Oh, gee, that's a shock. Or, oh, gee, this movie about slavery, more white guilt. 
about a movie that was pointless. Like you said, the guy goes to Washington, and then what happens? He gets abducted. What was your last? What was your last good movie that was made? Blowhard. What was the oh, last? I like Nebraska very much. Okay, it was all white people in Nebraska, <laughs> and it was a black and white <laughs> movie. I think that's more what he is into. <laughs> I know it's party like bass. Wilford Brimley, everybody. <laughs> not a matter of of sexual, um, you know, um, preference. It's not a matter of race. It's a matter of making a quality film. Where are the epics of today? Where are the big films? Where are the quality acting? There is none. There's no epics today? Well, if you compare, go over the last 10 years, how many of these people are forgettable? All right, what was the last great epic where you're like, this is where filmmaking is in the pocket? Braveheart. Okay, Braveheart. White At people least. fighting against white people. <laughs> well, it was just basically semi-historical, but... It was a well-acted, well-written movie, and it was entertaining as opposed were, to... Were you happy because it started a racist? <laughs> <laughs> I don't look at the person's background who's in a movie, because if that was the case, I would probably detest them all. They're all, they're all repulsive. Uh, it's just like an orgy of rich people kissing each other's asses and giving awards out. But I'm just saying, these movies, like, all right... What happened to the precious girl? What happened to her? What happened to the girl from uh, Beast of the Southern Wild? All these people just disappear who make these movies. What happened to the guy from uh, Life is Beautiful? It's just, it's political. You don't see them anymore. And they're not, they're not stars. They're just characters. You mentioned before Jamie Foxx. He shouldn't have won Best Actor for that. that that's absurd. But because of the politics and because they want to be, quote, multicultural, you're going to have mediocrity being rewarded, and great films. Uh, what, what annoys you more, Blowhard, an African-American film, a Jewish film, or a gay film? What's, what's the most repulsive I have no problem you? with, I mean, that, see, that's the problem right there. You're judging a film based on somebody's politics, somebody's race, or somebody's, um, you know, Sexual preference. Brokeback Mountain, I thought, was a quality film. I got to give it credit. I'm not going to badmouth it. But because it, it was well acted. And there was ass said. fucking. Yeah. In a tent. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't mind it. I mean, it was a well acted film, and it didn't bother me. I'm secure enough to say, hey, it didn't bother me. But I'm just saying, there's so much tokenism and ridiculous. Like that, that girl who won supporting actress, what was her big part? She got whipped. And, oh, no, 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 no. And you're not going to see her anymore. Every year it's just these, these token people who win and legitimate acting, legitimate the skill of acting is going out the window. Who would you have picked as the um, best supporting actress? Best supporting actress is a tough one. Limba? <laughs> How about Ida Lupino? No, no, it just comes down to... The craft isn't there anymore. It just seems that you can take any... Like the guy from Captain Phillips, okay? The African dude with the, with the buck teeth. He was a cab limo driver. He had no, no, no basic training in acting, and he didn't perform a great acting job. I watched that movie, and, and yet he gets nominated because... Somebody on the Oscars said, we could use a Somalian. And I think that that's where we're going with the Academy Awards and a lot of other awards. It's just they get criticized for being, quote, too white. And I agree that there should be a mix of people, but let them be treated as 
talent as equals as opposed to just picking somebody who you're not going to remember. Sometimes when you get on a rant like this, I can't believe I'm not related to you in some way. I can't believe <laughs> that this isn't a Thanksgiving dinner that I'm forced to say this. To. <laughs> you know, just think about all the Oscar movies. It was it was a pretty bad year for the movies to begin with. It, was, yeah. it wasn't a good year. It was, it was actually a mediocre year. And when you look at the movies that were nominated, and then you look at some of the, the individuals who were nominated, you just say to yourself, what is this? This is crap. And you know, the standing, you know, and then when Darlene Love sang that black national anthem song last night, and she got a standing ovation for it, that, you know, his eyes Everybody loves power. Darlene Love. I love her. I love her to death. But when she has to sing, that song is considered the black national anthem. You know that. What was the song? His Eye is on the Sparrow. I didn't know it was the yeah. black national anthem. Yeah, I thought that they, their national anthem was the that. same as our national anthem. <laughs> it was just like, if, could you imagine all the winners singing as they, you know, get up there? And I mean, it was just, and she gets the, the obligatory standing ovation. Hey, Bill Murray is the one who led that standing ovation. Well, he was fist yeah, I'm not going to knock Bill Murray no matter what happens. But you, you look at that that stupid slave movie, and who's the hero? Oh, the, the white guy, Brad Pitt, has to come and save the world, you know? He produced it. It was just, a, it's the same old formula. To All right, Blowhart. Ho-hum, ho-hum. All right, talk to you later. Right, guys, be well. If you want to get in on the caption contest on the Interabang, your chance to win Get a Life on DVD, the series signed by Chris Elliott. Just put it in a caption for Ellen's Oscar selfie with all the elite of Hollywood from that, last night. Is that what it is? The Oscar selfie? Yep. Uh, who's all the way in the back? On the others? Kevin Spacey is all the way in the back in the middle. All right. Now, we know that's not his hair. <laughs> I mean, he's not playing a role now. You know what I mean? Um, Travolta also doesn't mind putting on some hat hair. <laughs> I don't know. You see that fucking head of hair he had on yesterday? Yeah, crazy. he's amazing. <laughs> he's fucking amazing. It was kind of witness protection programming, a little. I, so I love the way that he came out of that thing about him fucking... Uh, you know, r- grabbing the cocks of all those massages. Uh, right. Yeah, it's all in the past. <laughs> it's just he and Bill Clinton can fucking ride it out, man. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about it. Yeah, you remember that fucking the dad from ALF? How he got caught sucking a dick and smoking yeah. crack? Ruined his whole life. He was done. That guy's done. I think, I think it's just up to the way you handle it. You know what I mean? The way you fucking say, uh, am I going to crawl on my belly or am I going to walk fucking proud? And fucking John Travolta is willing to say, I might have fucking, you know, smoked a fucking cock or two. So what? Now I'm with Scientology. Don't anybody say anything to my wife about it. She's still pissed at me. Um, so True Detective is done next week. Yeah. True Detective is done. And there's no possible way they can wrap this up. In no one way. episode? Right. Yeah. I feel freaked out. Like last night after that last episode, like there's not, there hasn't been enough wrapped up here. There's too many unanswered questions. Who the fuck is Carcosa? Like, what the hell's going on in this and TV another show? Another fucking lawn mowing scene. Yeah. Another lawn. What is that even supposed to mean? With the constant mowing of the lawns and the fucking metaphors. I mean, I don't, I don't like, okay, I get that it's a metaphor, but I don't get the metaphor. You're right. See, it's the third at least, right? At least. And you see what he was mowing? A circle. Yeah. Time is a flat circle. Man, who mows circles? And is he the guy, did he have scars? Yeah. 
So mm-hmm. he's the spaghetti man. I guess, but they said he's a giant with scars. And A, the scars weren't that bad. B, he didn't seem that big of a dude. But didn't the little kid say he was a giant? Yeah, little kids say they get fucking confused about everything. (laughs) You can't trust them. And that guy was really kind of like Forrest Gump, if you really think. He seemed kind of slow and off. And this guy's just banging, fucking kidnapping children left and right. I do have trouble believing that that yeah, sort of semi-retarded hick (laughs) on a lawnmower is somehow like the head of some sort of dark child fucking cabal. Here's (laughs) the other thing, and and I don't know this. But has there ever been a secret society of Satan worshipping people? I mean, we've seen this movie so many times in our life that all the people that you think you know get together at night and they put on fucking robes like Rosemary's Baby. But has it ever once happened in this country? Uh, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't see what the appeal is. Like, yeah. like they're making it seem like uh, this is a really elite class of people that gets right. to... Put Don. Yeah. They say like the, the Bilderberg group or whatever, like that comes around every year. Is they're like weird and they have like weird rituals and the shit. Bilderberg group. Oh, like, the the, the Bilderberg. It's like all the richest band. people oh, in the fucking. Right? It's like yeah, but they're not going to fucking get together and sacrifice be, people. In fair, you got to be pretty rich to build a bear. To be honest, with you also. <laughs> is it a real bear that they're building? <laughs> Times Square. That, that mall see, kiosk. Those stores are not What's cheap. That? that mall kiosk build the bear. I mean, I don't know see, how they're going to the control thing. anything. If I was a child molester, right? Yeah. I'd be doing it on my own, not with all you dudes where yeah, somebody yeah, can yeah, get yeah. busted right. and fucking roll over. But you, you gotta, know, yeah, you got to think if you if you really did want to attract children, working at Build a Bear is a pretty good place to See, start. See, I wish we would talk to Build a Bear. It's really taking us off where we should be right now. Build a Berg. I don't get it. I don't know how we're going to get out of this next week. I don't think we got time. I'm freaked. I was I was actually kind of annoyed when I saw the guy in the goddamn fucking lawnmower again mm. when they just when they at towards the end of the episode I was like oh so this is where it's going. I don't know. I think the only thing that can happen next week, and I don't have you know this isn't even like a fucking spoiler because it's just one man's opinion. I think these two guys got to die and nothing gets solved. I figured McConaughey would die. But now, after that episode, seeing how both their lives have just turned to shit in the last few years. It is a weird thing. That they could both could catch it. That they both got, like, kind of pussy. Yeah. They weren't. They're not. Old age. They're not the fucking dudes anymore. And even the way they were talking to each other, like, catching up on old times. Like, this isn't. This doesn't seem right. I felt really weird watching that scene. He's on Match.com, sadly. Yeah, it was just fucking weird to see him turn into that. And what's with the chick, his ex? Oh. Showing back up again. You can't trust Maggie whatsoever. And people are saying it's because she had a, a yellow fucking shirt on that she was the Yellow King. You think she's the Yellow King? I think there's a chance she's the Yellow King. And she, well, I said, I thought before that her family was part of this goddamn satanic cult killing think kids. she was. No, yeah. She, I thought she was like maybe brainwashed. We're talking about Woody Harrelson's wife? Yeah. What? He's yeah. got her as fucking yeah. the Yellow King. <laughs> But you know what? There's only a couple characters that we know. Right. Like, there's no reason here at, at fucking, after 10 hours of this or whatever, that we should give a shit that they captured a guy that we just saw last night. I know. There's I'm three not straws of grass bat. Also, last night, if you were watching closely, like, when they, they had, like, a pan of, like, the kids, like, paintings or whatever, because the kid's a painter now, that one of the fucking paintings had a yellow king and black stars, a yellow crown and black stars on it. So now people also think that she's molested and part of the fucking cult. And I told you they were molested from the second fucking no. episode. 
I thought that those kids were molested for a long time now. Based on what? That she was doing the she was drawing pictures of you know kids sucking cock, and then she took her dolls and had it lined up as a gangbang. It was literally what was on that tape was what she made on in that in that fuck in uh, what she was doing in her room. It was five, four people with a fucking body laid out with the legs spread. It was literally the fucking... I couldn't it. see shit that was on that tape. Oh, you can make it out a little bit. Not really. How did he have electricity <laughs> in a fucking storage locker? <laughs> <laughs> that kind of blew Jesse, my mind. that's all you got out of this fucking... <laughs> Don't worry that's about where that. That's going. I, really, I couldn't figure that out. I was like, he's got a... That sounds like a sweet setup. He's got like a TV and a, yeah, was, was a VCR. There. He's living in that. You know, he's one of those dudes. Yeah. He's pissing his shit in a jar. It was a cooler. He had cold beers. Yeah. It was impressive. They they really drove through the storage locking unit for kind of a, a while. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I get it. Um, who do you think it is? I don't know. I think it's one of those things where it's like they haven't given us enough information. Like, like I like the I like when something will give me the opportunity to figure it out. Right. But I feel like they've they've not given me any of enough information to possibly make it. Now, even you know I mean? in even in the first episode, I'm like, well, look, this is really just about letting these two actors act. They, this is not right. being set up as a real whodunit, you know? Um, and I hate any whodunit that there's no way you could have figured it out. Yes, you know exactly. I mean? <laughs> like, you know, I didn't hate, this is off topic, but I didn't hate the movie uh, The Village by M. Night Shyamalan, you know? Mm. But he fucks you on purpose in the beginning. Like, like I like the concept of the twist at the end where it's like, oh my God, it's right. present day. But in the very beginning, uh, what's his name? Brendan Gleeson is burying his dead son or whatever. And there's a gravestone, and the gravestone says 1870-something. Right. So it's like, well, you purposely misled me. Like, I now can't figure this out. You know what I mean? You fucking told me it's 1871, so I bought it, you know? Like, I hate when they don't give you... they, they sure. perp- Like, you know what I mean? They go out of their way to go, this is not even important. Here's Pit Doc. Go ahead. Hey, hey, Ronnie, I was just wondering, because about last night's episode, since you seem to be well-versed on this uh, subject, how much do you season a baby before you put it in the microwave? Uh, how <laughs> could you? are a doctor. You're a doctor, and this is what you say? <laughs> By the way, thanks for those parm sandwiches the other day. Thanks, no killer. Problem. No problem. Have a good one. You know what was sad about that, though? I ate that parm sandwiches and then went home and went to bed within 15 minutes. <laughs> it's like eating a fucking quaalude to me now. It's food coma. It's delicious. Um, I think it's probably the dude, that fucking scumbag with the dreadlocks who was dating the stripper in the very beginning. Huh? I like no, that I guy, though. I thought he was kind of, you know what I mean? Which is like, it's, he was just as unimportant a character in the grand scheme of everybody. the fucking 30 hours that this show's been going, you know, you know whatever, nine hours. It's really just about these two. And by the way, I think McConaughey won his fucking Oscar yeah. because this TV show was on while people were voting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think it helped him oh, sure. run for the Oscar by people going, Man, he's pretty fucking good in this. He's crazy as shit. Yeah. And then he pulled the big swerve last night and started going like this. Without God, nothing is possible. I never saw. I watched him win every award this year, and that's the first time that he went. Oh, by the way, I'm in Texas, and I believe that shit we say down there. I had no clue that, that was going to come around. I just thought it was going to be fappy fun, McConaughey. 
I didn't know it, and I was weirded out by it. Weirded out by what? <laughs> His God talk. Oh, okay. uh, it's, you know, he's got a plan for me. And when people start getting so specific like that about their relationship with God, it makes it sound like they're hearing voices, right. which makes makes me feel strange. <laughs> now, didn't you feel like you had that before you became an atheist because of uh, Pendulette? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel weirded out by myself. <laughs> so when I hear someone else doing it, it just re- takes me back to that weird place. <laughs> Did you want him to shut his K-corn? He could have at that point. Uh, hey, Dusty, go ahead, buddy. Yeah, I just uh, I'm kind of echoing what you're saying, Ron. I I don't think this show is uh, about uh, twists and turns, like Lost trying to trying to trick us and ask questions that it never intends to answer. I think it's just there's no plot. This is a character study. It's true detective, not you know true who done it. If that makes any sense. No, I, I kind of get a feeling that these two guys are going to both get killed next week, and we will never find out who the Yellow King is or what happened or what's going on. That'll be it. I don't, That'll be the end of it. I, I don't know. I think they're definitely, I think we know who the Yellow King is. It's that spaghetti-faced dude with the scars at the end. That's it. That's well, I didn't think he had that many scars. No, Why is everybody speculating? Isn't this a book that exists in the world? Like, Did anybody fucking read the book? Um, yeah, the King in Yellow, some book from like the late eighteen hundreds or whatever. No, 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 no. Like it was written. The guy Nick, whatever the guy who created the show, he's an author, and he wrote a couple of books that. about the about that area, like a couple of crime novels. He ought to write a fucking travel book called "Don't Come Down Here." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get murdered. Yeah, that is doing for New Orleans what fucking The Wire did for Baltimore. <laughs> Alright, that's it for us. Jesse Joyce, thanks for being here. Hey, thanks, guys. Starting this Wednesday through March 9th, all through the weekend, at the Comic Strip in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, and March 20th at the Harrisburg Community College, at Jesse Joyce on Twitter. And make sure you go to the Interrobang to get in on the caption contest, a chance to win Get a Life signed by Chris Elliott for the Ellen Oscar selfie. Jesse Joy's always great when you hey, stop by, thanks, buddy. Thanks, guys. I had a great time. Funny as fuck. Ah, I really enjoy hanging out with you, fellas. All right. Uh, I'll see you next time. Thanks, man. And that's the end of my show. Donk. Satellite of love. Satellite of love. Satellite of Satellite's gone way up to Mars. Soon it'll be filled with park and cars I watched it for a little while I love to watch things on TV You know what you've been doing? You've been listening to The Ron and Fez Show. It's now over, but don't worry. You can listen again and again on Sirius XM On Demand. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand. Listen to Ron and Fez whenever you want. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand.